0: Hello and welcome back to the About to Review podcast. I'm your host, as always, that guy named John. This podcast is released every Wednesday and covers a variety of topics, like movies, both classic and new movies, TV shows, video games, and so much more. You can follow the, po- follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at About to Review. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and you can stream the episodes at aboutTreeView.com, And you can reach the show at Review at gmail.com com also a big shout out to our sponsor the man who makes us all sound very pretty uh brandon smith of vexing media he does all of the audio editing uh vexing media is a digital media company they do audio editing film production and so much more check them out at vexingmedia.com and if you go to the support tab on the website you can support the show pitch in a dollar that would really help out and yeah there you go i nailed that intro i mean we did
1: like that was that was pretty impressive yeah. i think i think you comp- practice it in Maybe. comparison to Maybe. like what yeah. we've had before i
2: want to see
0: john in the mirror like practicing <laughs> um, <laughs> so the people that are joining me on this episode welcoming back tim hall the people's critic i'm back a and, triumphant return <laughs> triumphant return yes and aaron hundley of AaronHundley.com and flourish and ink blots
1: less triumphant return
2: oh let's oh. Try for come on
0: no you walked don't. in here with a lot of swagger so I'm i just showed up i don't know <laughs> right? i'm expecting I brought, a lot of food so you did. you did you did uh so what we're going to be talking about on this episode is too late or worth the wait part two the highly anticipated uh return of this segment the first part was on episode 63 a couple weeks ago so definitely go back and check that out uh for right now though i do have a Question So, Tim, if I were to throw something hot to you, what would you do? I'd drop it, just like the theme song.
3: <laughs> Snoo-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I cracked myself. That was a good one too. That was I'm, good. No, I'm, I'm I... so mad at you speaking a dad joke on the podcast. No,
1: please keep doing that. Uh,
0: that was amazing. And again, he's perfect. King, set he's up. king of the dad jokes. I do love a dad joke. He's king. of the, Okay,
1: they're... so at Comedy Sports last night, they were like, there's like grown fouls. So like, if you tell dad jokes, they're mm-hmm. like you get docked points for it. Right. And uh, like every like when she gave examples, of course, me being me, I was like cackling and snorting in the back. And so mm-hmm. she goes. For everyone else, she's like, you're going to be able to grow. And she goes, but for you, Miss, this is going to be a great show. (laughs) I was like, I was dying. Absolutely.
0: Love it. I love it. I love it all. Uh, So great. Before we get into this week's topic. Yes. uh, I have some exciting news. Uh, There is going to be a kind of, I was thinking of it because I'm a huge Star Trek fan. How normally there's the Captain's Log that Picard does all the time. Mm -hmm. exactly, And then there is Captain's Log Supplemental. So there's going to be a supplemental version of the about to review podcast that will drop on Fridays every now and then, not all the time. And it is going to be called about to interview because I am so clever. Uh, The first episode of that is going to be next Friday or rather this coming Friday when you are listening to this, it will be uh, on the podcast feed. So if if you are subscribing to the show, which you should be, then you will get it automatically. It will also be on YouTube. Just an audio version, no video yet, uh, with just some pictures and imagery to go along with it, because I have been talking to some really, really cool people recently, and I wanted to showcase. Yes, besides Besides, you two. Besides us. I mean. And I wanted to be able to showcase it separately from the podcast. So episode one of the About to Interview uh, will be on Friday, and the first two guests are going to be Peter Serafinowicz. And Griffin Newman of the new show, The Tick, which will be dropping on Amazon Video on Friday the 25th. Nice. So, super excited about that. Uh, I will put that in the show notes and also on social media. Definitely tweet, share, repost all of that uh, with the YouTube links. I think it is going to be a lot of fun. I always wanted to hear, like,
2: a captain's log with, like, a real captain's log. Mm Mm-hmm. Where he's just like, ugh, Spock. (laughs) Right. Him in those ears. (laughs) <laughs> on my nerves. I'm not a racist. I'm just saying. Right. Sometimes Vulcan's <laughs> is those ears. jerk. Yeah, I want to hear him mm-hmm. be real. Like, he's blaming people for eating his food. Yeah. It had my name on it. Yeah. He's a captain. I'm sure he has some real complaints. I'm tired of listening to people's crap.
0: Yeah. I can see. Yeah. That would be mainly Troy, though. Like, Counselor Troy, yeah. her, her log, I bet is just like, okay, seriously, Ensign Barclay <laughs> is scared of transporters. <laughs> yeah. Ensign Barclay is afraid of spiders.
2: Yeah. Guess what Barclay
0: did today. Ridiculous. I love Next Generation. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, we're a bunch of nerds. Uh, we definitely <laughs> are. <laughs> uh, the other thing makes us so great. That is true. The <sighs> other thing I wanted to get to, uh, before we go into the main meat of the topic of Too Later, Worth the <laughs> Wait. Please you said meat. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> is, we're going to give a very brief review of a new movie that is in theaters right now. Yes. Starring Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. That movie is called The Hitman's Bodyguard. Mm-hmm. So Tim, how about you set up the Hitman's Bodyguard with wow. this really intense plot? Super intense plot. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. a plot we've seen a thousand times. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Um,
2: they have to transport Elodie Young, right, from Defenders and Daredevil mm-hmm. season two, who plays Elektra. She's she worked for Interpol. She got to transport Samuel L. Jackson, who plays Kincaid, this super crazy hitman, mm-hmm. to uh, to the Hague. To the Hague for some trial. where They're mm-hmm. putting Gary Oldman's crazy character on trial for these. Really intense war crimes, which mm-hmm. is really bizarre uh and Interpol gets sort of they're in their compromise, and so mm-hmm. she calls her ex-boyfriend played by Ryan Reynolds, name Michael something mm-hmm. and he then ends up having to transport uh, Kincaid by himself across Europe to go pretty to the much trial. yeah yeah, and then they're they're just hit by an onslaught of like bad guys who can't shoot. Ugh. Bad guys Here, can never shoot movies, but, but like, it's like a lot of them who can't shoot. <laughs> and like he's can, on a boat doing one scene. I'm like, you guys can't hit a black dude on a boat.
0: And it was on a boat for like You'll a never solid a five minutes. <laughs> just through Prague on a boat. Through Prague, and this is another movie where when you get the top assassins, the yeah. top mercenaries who cannot shoot in a straight line, yeah, something is wrong with like, that. Like, right, listen, so.
2: The, the character played by Gary Oldman is like
0: mm-hmm. a killer. Oh, Gary he's,
1: Oldman's in it. Gary Oldman oh, Gary, I love like, him. Gary
0: Oldman is in this movie, and he is in a totally different he's in a movie. Whole different, he's in like a serious, <laughs> like Bond, murderous. He
1: doesn't know what he's in, but he's in there. But <laughs> they're like, he,
2: "Hey, you're playing a murderous dictator." He's like, "Cool, I'm in," and, and, and crushes. And, it. and then they cut to Samuel L. and like Ryan Reynolds, who were in like this <laughs> hilarious buddy cop movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it, But Gary it's super Oldman. Weird. So yeah. So to to the cast. Yeah. Cause yeah, Ryan Reynolds crushes it. Love you he young. he is hilarious. Samuel L. Jackson crushes it. The chemistry between Ryan Reynolds They're and good. Samuel L. Jackson is just amazing. It's and, amazing. And not only is good on screen, but when you see the like the behind, not the behind the scenes, like the interviews they do with the the panel, Man. like they legitimately like have a good time around each other.
1: I feel like Ryan is legit. Just based on just watching him interact in every movie that he does, I legitimately feel like he's probably one of the most charming people. Like, I believe. That. Like I feel like it would. Well, yeah. part of it's he's Canadian, well, but besides yeah. uh-huh. that, like he he just seems like he is such a genuine human mm-hmm. that it would be really hard to it not will, get it, along. It'd be hard not to
2: be. He's been in like terrible franchises, but keeps getting opportunities to be great. I be, like I'd like enjoy life, too. If that was yeah,
1: me. it's like I feel like that's just it's him. Like yeah. what he ra- like the energy he puts yeah. out is what he brings back.
0: Right. Yeah. So and then the two fem fatales... Is you have uh, Elodie Young yeah. and Selma Hayek, who is in this for like 10 minutes. Um, fun 10 minutes. A really fun 10 minutes, but they give her almost nothing but to this do. They just brought her in uh, the curse. Just curse. Does she ever.
2: And like stab people in the neck with broken bottles. Mm-hmm. That's her job. Like
0: Selma Hayek.
1: Seems like a great day job. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the other ones in this movie are, they work for Interpol. They are bodyguards. They are assassins. They have a reason for killing. Selma Hayek is just flat out she's murderer. She's crazy, okay. Yeah, like she murders four, or five people in a bar
1: in like the ten minutes that she's on scene.
2: Like, like it's really funny flashbacks. To yeah, about how they met the loves, the loves of their lives. And and uh, Chris mentioned this on the movie, his uh, movie trailer review of the movie that like mm-hmm. there's clearly a bad guy who's the mole, mm-hmm. but as soon as you see him because he's always the mole, <laughs> you know he's the mole. Like as soon as he walks on screen, I'm like oh he's the guy. That's he's him. The mole.
1: Yeah, you did it.
2: Yeah, pretty much. You.
0: Just right away.
2: He just like they like, hey,
0: can you look shady in every scene you're in? <laughs> oh yeah, I look, got this. He just Perfect. looks shifty. Yeah. But the, I mean, one of the things I liked about this is this is the late summer, yeah. and if you think that the the summer action movies are only in June and July, this proves you wrong. Yeah, Cause like this is a great late summer action movie. It's silly action fun. It it's it's gonna be like a great airplane movie. Mm, okay. Oh for sure. And this is this is a buddy cop movie. That we have not really seen for a while, yeah. Um, where the two characters obviously know each other, there is huge past. Yeah, they're oil and water. They don't. They don't mesh well together. Is it? Mm-hmm. Gotta,
1: like, is it like? Is other. it still like? Is there a serious undertone to it, or is it primarily like? Is it like ah. Lethal Weapon, where there's like a sti- there's like the comedy that happens between the two well, of that, them, but the overarching storyline is still yes. rather serious. And, and that
0: plays back to Gary Oldman, who when he is on camera, it is Gary Oldman. Like yeah. he is so so good and he plays such an evil uh former president uh of this country and he he is just doing a great job so you're like
2: speech in the courtroom i was like jesus this is serious like
0: he is so good and so yes there is that serious undercurrent but 90 percent of the time is just a buddy cop you know sure okay funny movie but gary oldman just is phenomenal in this performance uh, he just is in a totally different movie. I
2: mean, man, we happened to Commissioner Gordon. He took a hard left. <laughs> right. Serious
1: black, murders. like life yeah. after life after Azkaban.
0: He's a murderous dictator. You know, one of the things though, that bothered me about this movie, this is a type of movie, and I have gone on record about saying this before. I love blooper reels. Yeah. This is a movie that demanded a blooper reel. We got nothing. Yeah, you were so disappointed. I was legitimately upset sitting do we, in the theater. Do we,
1: if we, if a movie has a blooper reel, do we get to see it? Like.
0: Okay, like normally in, in the credits okay. and stuff.
1: Oh, but we, you didn't every have film anything. Has okay. them. Yeah.
0: Right. Like, Blipers are most, my favorite. Like, I... I love it because then it shows you that chemistry that that yeah. you believe on on camera. You're like, oh no, they actually. You can tell in this movie there were so many scenes where they were ad libbing. Oh, oh, and
1: that's just it. Like, there are those moments in like even TV shows where mm-hmm. you're like, you you wonder how many of these were actually written out. Like, I'm convinced that there are some actors that legitimately they just say show up and and be you tracy morgan yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like tracy morgan in the ice cube movie uh the teacher one. Oh, fist um, fight Fist fight! it was his first movie after his accident and they had a blooper reel at the end during the oh, credits a barbecue at the barbecue and he is just he is giving like 13 different lines and you can tell that everybody's just cracking up and they're like we, we, we have to pick this. one yeah. <laughs> so this movie you can tell that there were those scenes and i just I was hoping for that, so maybe you in a don't few hit months. The internet, yeah. yeah, in a few months they drop it on YouTube. Yeah. They put it right before the DVD release. Um, but yeah, so yeah. that that was the only thing that. Because I doubt someone wrote like a uh, script with seventy percent f bombs in it. Like, <laughs> no. What
2: are you writing? I'm just writing the f word a bunch and writing words <laughs> around it and mm-hmm. hoping it sticks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: they literally just handed me one page for the script and yeah. just had the f word on it, and I was just supposed to run with it. <laughs> That's
0: what I came up that in love with. And was Jackson and Ryan Reynolds like? you give them a page of dialogue they will give you 20 60, minutes yeah. right. like they they will just go off so but yeah uh and that is pretty much the movie i mean it is just protecting samuel L. jackson to get to where he needs to go
2: yeah and it's it's not just like f bombs like there's some actually pretty fun action sequences in it yeah the
0: action set pieces They're were good. were good the the proc fight choreography the proc set was great the the fight choreography both, bother, bothered me quick a little cuts, bit. Lot of quick a, cuts, a lot of quick cuts. Of quick and the cut. action was so tight.
2: Yeah.
0: And so when it when it cuts in and you just see arms and hands moving around. Yeah.
1: That's when you know, yeah. It, it cuts like,
0: the yeah. magic,
2: yeah. But like the bigger stuff, like the, the chase sequences. Yeah, was was solid. Fun. They're, fun. They're fun.
0: And okay. they did a smart thing, which was Ryan Reynolds at one point in this boat chase scene is on a motorcycle cutting through the city with a big black helmet on where you cannot see anything. <laughs> yeah. Which was like, that is great because we know that is a stunt, man. But it works within the context yeah. of the film. Yeah, that's who he is. So, yeah, uh, that pretty much is is it. We just kind of want to do a quick hit of Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, the rating system for this podcast, for movies, TV shows, and everything else that needs reviewing. There are three choices. Good, bad, or ugly. Those are the only three choices. It is not good and a half or a good B+. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> um, you still need to come up with your own for, for your site, aaronhumley.com. I'm working on it. Um, but yeah. So you do it by middle fingers. Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. Whoa. Middle fingers. Three
1: out of five middle fingers. <laughs> hey.
0: uh, that it,
1: is probably the most accurate way for me to write anything.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that does make sense. So a good film is something that, that you definitely enjoyed, that you want to see again, or you would recommend to somebody a bad film. It would just kind of blah. It was just kind of there. You do not regret sitting in a nice, War or a nice cool theater on a hot like, summer day. What theater? You in? that's cool? <laughs> yeah, it is always freezing. In cool. uh, an ugly film, just avoid. So for Hitman's Bodyguard that is in theaters right now, Tim, good, bad or ugly?
2: Um, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's it's not great.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's fine. Well, that's,
2: gr- it, that's good because it's not one of the rating <laughs> exactly. options. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, it's it's fine. You'll watch it on television or yeah. on a plane or on DVD and be like, oh, that was a
0: fun two hours. Mm-hmm.
2: It's maybe a little bit long. But it's yeah. fine. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I give it a good also. It is just a fun summer, late summer action movie. It hits all the points you want it to hit. Has the cheesy sentimental moment. Has like a drop dead serious some brutal character. Violence. So, yeah. Some some brutal violence. Yeah. Uh, but it all kind of fits yep. into this nice little this puzzle. So I give it a good also. Would you watch a sequel? 100%. Okay. 100%. I will watch whatever blooper we come out with. We're talking
1: about a sequel, guys. Make it happen. But this
0: is one of the ones where I can see them they, doing the sequel. they could just leave it with this, though. They, they won't. It's like, oh, yeah. how
2: much money it makes.
0: And this the budget it's of Ryan this It's Ryan Reynolds
1: is... and Samuel L. Jackson, though, so I wouldn't be surprised if it had a good box office turnout. I wouldn't
2: be yeah. surprised if they were like, let's hang out again in some
0: Italy and just do another
2: <laughs> one of these. For sure.
0: And Selma Hayek, like, give her more to do. Give Elodie Young more to do, because Elodie Young, like- she is really good, too. Yeah, I just watched her kick some button in Defenders. So. Oh, we, that will be on next week's episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just give give the female characters more to do because they're pretty badass also. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah.
2: She had a shootout. She had a nice she did, And she had a little, uh, a little some fight scene. hand
0: Actually, one of the things I did like with Smarmy Mole Guy, who was always the Smarmy Mole, at one point they have a fight scene, and he puts her in a rear naked choke and actually is doing it the proper way, which mm. never happens in movies, and I was like... Hey, wow, you Bravo. actually kind of know what Maybe you are he doing. he just
2: chokes women all the time. That's his thing. Well, he is the smarmy John mold. supports
0: it, so <laughs> I don't know what that says. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who's editing this?
3: I uh, <laughs> um,
2: did a DVE PSA after this. We'll right. Do that. Yeah, we'll do that. We <laughs> do not condone right? we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll clean got. it up. We'll clean it up.
0: Uh, cool. So that was Hitman's Bodyguard. Yep. Uh, two goods. Now on to the main topic yeah. of, of this episode. Uh, so back on episode 63, uh, a few weeks ago... We came up with I came up with this great idea that we that we played out called Too Late or Worth the Wait about classic movies that either we have not seen for whatever reason. uh, Just either blind spots, we Mm -hmm. call them, and we wanted to watch them, give them their due diligence. And now we're going to now that all of us have watched these films, we're going to go back and either rate them too late as then it just missed you. By the time you saw it, it just does not hold up or worth the wait. As in, now it makes sense. Why everybody has been talking this movie for however long. Right. So, Erin had eight movies on her list. <laughs> she had like a month to watch them. Patriarchy. Um, <laughs> and,
1: I work three jobs, so one month feels like a week. I mean, <laughs> right.
0: Uh, and then Tim and I each have four movies.
1: Half. Half of what I had.
0: Yep. Uh we don't make the rules, okay? You you, if
1: only. you that's ac- you, that's not, so it, inaccurate. It, my, you both made the it's rules. It's not my
2: podcast. I'm just a, I'm the guest. Mm,
0: yeah. Well, anyway, so uh with Tim and I, we each chose two films right. that we had not seen, and then Aaron gave us the same two films that we watched. Should have given you guys different ones. Uh Aaron picked four films of herself, like for herself to watch, and then Tim and I each gave her two different films. So the way we're going to structure this. Is because Erin has a couple more than us, she will give two and then Tim and I will each give one, two, we will each give one, and then kind of it will all balance out. Yeah. And for each movie, we will give a 60 second recap of what the movie is. We will not go like deep dive into it, just like the basic framework. Uh, Most of these are going to be very well known movies. So just 60 seconds. Tell us what it is, your thoughts on it. And then you're rating for it and I will keep track and see how these movies kinda ended up. So
1: Do you guys have you guys like already predicted this or I mean based on no, the last I, episode we kinda talked about we we thought was gonna do what?
0: Yeah. So I, I think it will be interesting. I okay. think there are going to be some surprises. I hope I do not lose listeners. He will he's gonna he's lose. probably listening. gonna uh. lose listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Disclaimer, we completely understand. It's we get it. Yeah. So
0: your first movie, Aaron Hunley, mm-hmm. is Annie Hall, and this this is one that you chose for yourself. Mm-hmm. So give us the rundown of what Annie Hall is.
1: Um, so the best way that I would describe it, and I actually have it in my notes, is mm-hmm. it's like ADD for film. Uh, this wow. This movie was really interesting in concept. So it's about this woman, Annie Hall, that comes mm-hmm. into uh, what's his name's life. Gosh, I'm I'm it's okay. terrible with character names. What's his name? Fine. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> um. And it's about their chemistry back and forth, and essentially, it's about how like much of a succubus his character is to her, mm-hmm. and how like their relationship balances, and how she isn't really, she's very rigid in who she is as a person, and she's not willing to change. She's, she's, in my personal opinion, she's the embodiment of organized chaos. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, I really kind of enjoyed that about her because when I when we she first showed up on screen, it was I was just like, oh my gosh, like. That's a lot of stimulus from one person for me to take in. And it
0: is played by Diane Keaton. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Class. Gosh, I just love her. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, essentially it's about both people coming to terms with their failures in life and who they are for one another and like how that ends up for both of them. So it's just the movement through their relationship, how it impacts each other and what the resolution is. Essentially, it's a very it's a I wouldn't I guess you would call it a rom-com.
3: Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean technically like and I say that with literally the breakdown of it has romance and comedy in yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Right. At the very loosest definition of yeah. rom-com. Okay. That's yeah. accurate. Yeah. Um yeah, directed by Woody Allen, mm-hmm. which we talked about on the last episode can be a little bit problematic. A little. Bit how did problematic. so well we talked about it like We did, yeah. So, looking <laughs> back at this movie with 2017 eyes, how did you feel about it?
1: Um I actually really enjoyed it. Um okay. I thought it was a cute movie. Um I would say, like, what I—it's my favorite movie. No, not by any means. But um, the concept was there, uh, breaking of the fourth wall, uh, which you know he does in a lot of his films. Um, but I loved the emphasis that he actually put on female empowerment in okay. Annie's character, um, and about how she literally was the she forged her own destiny. She was kind of like, no, I don't want to change for you. And there's this scene where essentially she is telling him that you know like i i like to smoke weed before we have sex because it allows me to be fully engaged and passionate and Mm -hmm. you know actually be present in the moment and he just keeps badgering her about how she like she's not there now because he doesn't want he doesn't want her to do drugs when they have sex he's Mm -hmm. like i just want you to be with me blah blah blah. blah. and he's essentially like no like controlling yeah this the whole movie he's like that but um, she's like, fine. She's like, we'll just do it. And like, it's this great scene where you he you hear him like you see him laying on top of her, and he's just like, why are you so distant? Like, I don't understand. You know, like it just feels like you're not here. And you're I'm like internally laughing because I'm like, well, she told you this would happen, right? And so, but like in the movie, it shows that her like spirit is. Has like walked out of the room because she's just like a body there at that point. Over it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it, it was a really great film about the fragility of the male ego um, okay. and female empowerment. So I enjoyed it. The costuming for Annie was on point. I right. love all of her vests and all of her hats. Like she was amazing. Um, okay. Yeah. It was a. Cu- it was o- overall it was a cute story.
0: All right. So your official rating, too late. Or worth the wait for Annie Hall.
1: Since there's no middle ground, I'm going to say worth the wait.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: I like it. All right. Next one on your on your on your list <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is is a on movie. My, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. I see what you uh, did there. Is another is one that we talked about last time. That this is a, is a rough one. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. Another one that you chose for yourself that was a blind spot. Tell us about Schindler's List.
1: Um. So. Schindler's List takes place in World War Two. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place in I would never everybody says it differently, but Krakow, yeah. Poland. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and essentially, it is not Krakatoa. No, not that to island, be confused. The island from giant Size <laughs> yeah. X Men number one.
0: Uh, those living and body. No, yeah, anyway. no. I, I, right. I know, no. I know exactly what you're
1: talking about. <laughs> um, and it taught like so. I told the boys before I came on that I could not watch this movie in one sitting, mm-hmm. um, and especially given the political events that have happened this last week, it did make it a little bit harder for me. Understandable. Um, So I did not finish it before I came today. I still have about 45 minutes left of it. Uh, Overall, I'm pretty sure I know how it ends, but regardless, (laughs) um, like it's the story of this man named Schindler who has essentially left a town where he felt like he was a failed businessman, moved to the city in the middle of where they were shifting Jews into the ghettos, um, Mm -hmm. and found this man who was a a famed uh, accountant and he helped him buy this, buy and run this factory. And it's the story. It follows Schindler, um, essentially being this penny pinching German man. And that's why he wanted to use Jews as his workers, because why would he want to pay Polish people more Mm -hmm. if he could pay Jews? Um, and it slowly evolves as the war, as the, as the war continues and gets worse and worse. And, um, the this German general comes into town, um, played by. Uh, oh, you know I know him. I yeah, it's Come Voldemort. On. It's um, mm-hmm. uh, rave, Ray Fiennes. Ray nope. Um Not to be not. Don't you dare call him Ralph. It's Rave. So But yeah, I know. He's but I now guy. know why they cast him as Voldemort because in this film,
0: he, he can, I he can will, play evil.
1: I am going to. This is a family-friendly podcast, so mm-hmm. the words that I want to use, I will not use. <laughs> how, many, However, how many
0: middle fingers do you give him?
1: <laughs> uh, he gets – All of them? <laughs> he gets – he's not even worth my middle finger.
2: Hmm. Yeah? He's yeah. a terrible person. Um,
1: so it's the – the story essentially follows Schindler as his slightly Grinch-like heart warms up to the cause as he sees the terrible things that are happening. Mm-hmm. But it's all disguised under the veil of, I'm just a good businessman. and I just care about good business. Right. Um, so like I said, I have about 45 minutes, or like 45 minutes to an hour or so left in the film before I came here tonight. Um, the children were just rounded up out of the labor camps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the some of the children are hiding when I left. Some of them are hiding. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a tiny bit of hope. But I've learned a long time ago I shouldn't have that in movies. Um, I mean,
0: movies. No, this
1: I, I expect this movie to crush my soul. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: Have you seen. It's like
1: watching Game of Thrones. Anytime I have hope, I literally punch myself in the face.
0: Well, another a similar movie about the same time period that is equally beautiful and equally, if not more so gut punching is The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. I,
3: mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: Again, like the pro- the problem with these movies is that they are so beautiful and they are so well done and so They're well so shot. Hard, but they are very, very hard to get through. So, so
1: I've yeah. seen the little girl in the red jacket once, and I just don't know her significance yet. But I feel like the significance <laughs> is that, like, like that, what, that moment that he saw her is what mm-hmm. brought his attention back to like, I can do more. Like, but I don't know if that's what it is or not, but like, I've only seen her once and then she ran into the house and she hid under to the bed, but nobody knows what happened to
3: her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you have, a, well, you have well, have some, some time left. left. Let us know <laughs> what you think when you finish. Like, right. Oh my
1: gosh. Um, but um, I love, I love black and white films um, yeah. and I love Liam Neeson. So mm-hmm. yeah. He's um, right the accents in this movie are terrible though um i mean they're they're kind the, of all i should all over say the, the lack of accents in this movie yeah. are terrible yeah. um but it's got um the actress that plays Mrs. Miss Honey from Matilda's in it um she plays <laughs> the Blank look from she Tim plays the I. woman uh she plays the maid in the terrible general's okay. household oh, okay. that he's like secretly attracted to and hates himself for it so yeah. he like beats the crud mm. out of her mm-hmm. um and so that scene i was sitting there and i was like you can't see the look on my face yeah, right now, like, but this I is promise. An it was pod, audio medium. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> you make, you're making a, it's a pretty good Can we start from. putting like a just a spinning camera in here right. so that we can attach a video to the podcast?
0: Uh, maybe someday. Yeah.
1: But um no, overall it, the movie has been brilliant so far. Um I thought it was a very interesting choice to follow his storyline specifically, mm-hmm. coming one from a German's perspective. Um I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh because most Nazi war movies are going to be from the perspective of people that are in the camps, Jews that are in yep. the ghettos. Or the
0: English or exactly. the Americans. Exactly, like somebody that's
1: coming yeah. to the rescue. Um, so I thought it was very interesting to follow a man that isn't necessarily against the cause but doesn't really have sympathies for. Like, it was a very mm-hmm. s- interesting character choice. Um, and it's it's got a lot of depth, and I don't mean just with storyline base, but the characters as well. So for it's, sure. you know, he's... He's interesting and I, I'm interested to see where I know I know how it ends, but like where the storyline pulls me to. So
0: Nice. Okay. Official rating, too later worth the wait.
1: One hundred percent worth the wait. Yeah. Well, I mean I'm finding out if it's worth the wait whenever I'm done, but yeah. right now worth the wait.
0: Sounds good. Uh off to a great start so far. Tim, yes. The first movie <laughs> on your list that you chose for yourself yes. is Oliver Twist. Yes. So and you chose it's the nineteen forty. You told me to watch that version. Yes, yes. yeah, that was the right one. Yeah. The thing is, with, I mean, there I are a t- to the yeah. part of me kind of wanted you to watch the cartoon version. Oliver I with have the watched cat. that. I should have um, watched that or the other musical version. But you watched the original, yes, black and white. I did. Okay, tell us about it's it. It's about a poor orphan kid named Oliver <laughs> who's at an orphanage. That's I love the, it. the tone shift is kind of look. It. It's
1: about this. <laughs> it's so about a poor, poor little white kid
2: bunch of dirty looking kids in the orphanage. That's the story.
0: Okay. Yeah. Did you... Okay. You didn't
1: even need 60 seconds. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's the story. <clears throat>
0: well, I mean, did you enjoy the film as a movie? Like, how do you feel it was shot? Was it one of the ones... Because we talk about this all the time. It's constructed fine. Okay, because a lot of those older movies we talk about, the pacing is just way different than what we're used to. But as a film, do you think it it was structured in a way that still made it enjoyable? No.
2: I thought I wow. was. I thought it was done well. I just was bored to tears Im- immediately. I was like, "This is."
0: You said something uh, in our group chat what that is... we're going. T- I'm trying to think. We will put it on a shirt or something. Yes. Cinematic ambient. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought it wasn't talking about Oliver that. Wasn't play. about uh, Oliver. Uh, <laughs> I know. But that term. So you had a hard time making it through this film. Yeah. And it's not because okay. it was old, because there's
2: clearly other older films on my
0: was list. Was it
1: was it, it was that just, you had a hard time making it through, or was it just that like the storyline just wasn't it for you? Like it wasn't, it's it just really, kind of like it doesn't resonate. Yeah, it,
2: didn't, okay. it wasn't engaging at all. Okay. It was just a little kid running around and evil old people. That's fine. Life in America. Yeah, it was right? fine. I just I guess people like it. I'm not gonna, you know, boo hoo people for enjoying
0: it. That, I, hey, it, my phone just went off. It is it is an airplane mode. Stupid Candy Crush. Man. Why do you like Candy Crush? Yeah, that's you notifications. Weird. I, that's weird. My
1: notification center is literally one of the most controlled areas of my phone. Thank I control you. it more than anything yes, else because I fun. cannot stand those red dots.
0: But it. I need to know when there's a new no, quest don't. or something. No, I, I have no especially in the the podcast. If you, I go in, to, you go into Candy Crush, when I'm pouring you. my heart
1: out about Oliver Twist.
2: <laughs> wow. But I get why it's referenced a bunch. I okay. get it. I get
1: and it. you now get the iconic line.
2: I do. I, I saw it
0: come So. the uh, so here, here well, we go. Well, we acted it out. <laughs> oh yeah, and and now it is your turn. So no, nope, so slow shot <laughs> coming in. Get it, get into character. And three, two, one, action. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. Oh. I hated it. I just didn't like so. it. I just Fail. I didn't like it. Okay, so I feel robbed. I I have to ask. Too late or worth the wait? Too late. Too late. All oh, man, right. I
1: thought that was that sound like you were so passionate. I thought you were going to say <laughs> it was worth the wait. I was waiting like.
2: for a total was 180. <laughs> I guess people love it. maybe I'll at some point give the animated cat version ago and see if that, maybe that, one that is, keeps me. It is, it is pretty good. Maybe that keeps me.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, my Little first, do we
1: know he's going to name his first child
2: Oliver.
0: Oliver. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the first movie on my list is another one that I chose that I got a lot of crap for, Titanic.
2: Rightfully, wait a minute. You, you act like you got
0: a lot of crap because we're just mean people.
2: Rightfully so. It's Titanic.
0: So, uh,
1: <laughs> I'm going to just I'm gonna sing the background every time you say <laughs> it.
0: So I'd never seen this movie Possibly. Part of it when it when it first gotta ca- hold hands. Just, we gotta, we gotta wait. Part of it was when it first came out, I just missed it and then it has now been like twenty some years and I just
1: Just give us the synopsis and
2: tell us right, what you feel. Right. We're holding hands We're holding here waiting.
0: Hands. So it is Titanic. Everyone knows the story. A bunch of rich people and some poor people crash into an iceberg, a bunch of them die.
2: No, they crash crashing into an iceberg in a ship. Don't leave out the ship. That isn't that's a this. he's not doing it just Tim. So,
0: <laughs> okay. What is so, wrong with you? I will go to my my actual notes and you you actually well, that was a nice intro, Aaron. Thank you. The theme song that I that all of us know, that was on every radio station, forever. You seem
2: annoyed by this. So yeah, I,
0: was the like, mo-
1: I was like, the eye, you guys should see his, <laughs> yeah. like, that's why we need that camera. His eyes right now, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh he looks
0: disgusted. So the movie starts, and I start hearing the theme song. And I was like, oh, okay, I know this song. They're going to start it. Nope, it cuts off. So I was like, all right. Ten minutes later, his theme song creeps back in you. And I was like, all right, here we-. Nope, cuts off. It does that like 50 times throughout this movie. The whole time I'm just waiting for the payoff, which is already a terrible song, but whatever. We do not get the payoff until the credits.
1: So, But did you notice a a theme or a pattern on when they always did it? It was
0: going into the past and what she felt and... Anyway. I can't. This is, uh,
1: nice. this is upsetting. So, a soulless human being right now. <laughs> seriously. Was there anything
0: about the film that you enjoyed? So here's the thing. Well, be, be, I have a couple more gripes. need grapes. a real synopsis. I, I have a couple more gripes. So it is it is a love story okay. where the street urchin, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. The Oliver Twins. Meets, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Meets the, the highfalutin, upper crust lady, Kate Winslet. Oh. And of course, they fall in love in a matter of 24 hours. And this is the second movie that he did within a span of two years. Meets a woman, falls in love, dies in 48 hours. Think
1: I mean, about how many, I, was, I was like, think about how many movies just exist like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's um, not
1: his fault. They weren't paying attention. You seem to have
0: a rational hatred for this film. So, no. It, so There are some good things with it. I will get to those. Uh, one thing that was kind of weird. So, Kate Winslet, I had to look up their ages. She was only like one year younger, I think, than Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. She looks 15 years older. And I'm not sure if it is because Leonardo DiCaprio has just like a it's baby the, face. It's, it's the costuming choices. Yeah. So is that, is that it's, it? Yeah, it's yeah. the okay. costuming because she is her. higher born. Okay. Because it was just, it was kind of, it was kind of weird. I was like, she looks 30 years old. She looks old.
1: like an older aunt. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that was not just me. No. She had okay. like the, the older It's, in,
1: it's intentional. Auntie okay.
0: filter on. Uh, <laughs> the Snapchat filter. <laughs> um, Billy Zane who oh. <laughs> I, love Billy Zane. I love I love Billy Zane he He's is the, worst. the little finger He's before little finger he teleports everywhere somehow on this giant ship he always knows where they are and just pops up evil gets you places really fast like well, at his one henchmen point
1: henchmen does that's for sure
0: oh for sure and talk about smarmy as soon as you see him you're like all right this guy you wants to kill guy. people <laughs> so Billy Zane like at one point I was like oh where is she blah blah and he was like she's on the other side of the ship Cut to two seconds later, and he was right there, and you're like,
1: How? "Well, he's a really great speedwalker. Yeah, I, I guess if you're recognized. trying to find
0: your woman cheating, you, you'd be quick. You hustle. And not only <laughs> does he try to find her, he tries to murder them. I mean, he shoots them? at them. Yes, uh, he is shooting at him as he's holding hands with her and missing horribly from like 15 feet away. Maybe he's a shot. He Maybe thought
1: he was, he was a master marksman. Yeah,
2: I don't. That'll teach her. I don't, shoot, I don't, shoot, her, shoot, dude in front of her, and she'll never <laughs> do it again. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, it was lesson a, learned. Sounds was mm-hmm. a little bit weird. Um, the first two thirds of this movie, I thoroughly did not understand why it was nominated for a ton of awards.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Then the third act started, mm. and it absolutely paid off. Because the, the the first two acts, the first wait, two acts, wait, let him build up, to, uh, let him
1: build up to <laughs> it. The, the first two acts,
0: the CGI. Is garbage. Mm-hmm. I get it, CGI was barely invented. But like when they There's do these, only so much they could do. When yeah. they do these slow panaways, like show the crowds in the ship and it seriously looks like the Sims. It it, and yeah. just <laughs> it looks small. like super awkward. But the third act, when the ship actually starts going down, is a masterpiece. Like the practical... once it switched from the CGI, like large crowds, to the practical effects of the water, of people running around, of pushing People bo- falling boats, like hitting propellers. Yeah. yeah, I mean it. Oh, the propellers! Like it had the, me. Little, the
3: big
1: stack thing. They want to just. Yeah. Ugh.
0: It had me absolutely wrecked. Hooked. Just, like I was, I was just, I was in it. Just tears everywhere. Um, no. Whoa! Uh, did you
2: well? Did you at least get like a little? No. Sorry, <laughs>
0: No, okay. did. Your,
1: did your we heart fully sink fully with the forgive. ship. Is that it? <laughs> I mean, it was like, he was the iceberg. Apparently.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. absolutely. So, but that being said. So the third act what was incredible. Right. I had still had some problems. And you even said this. She is not a good person. She's not We a told good you. Person. We warned you. At one point when the, the famous scene where she is on the piece of wood. It's a door. A door. Right. Which we already established. Yes, they could both fit on. Um, one of my problems was she was like, I'm so cold as your boy is, <laughs> in, is in the water, water dying selfish. in front of your eyes. And she was like, selfish. I'm so cold. And I was like, so really? selfish. Really? Oh, but God. I did learn something. So the whole the, the famous women are always cold. Uh, well, uh, I hear it. <laughs> the, whole, the whole the whole famous like don't let go. I'll never let go. And then she lets go. Yes, I learned something mm-hmm. after watching this with twenty seventeen eyes. What he is telling her to not let go of yes. is her dream to move on, yes. of to to survive, to do all of that,
1: all the activities that they talked right. about like, doing together. It
0: it put it in context. <sighs> I went into this being like You're like why would...
1: yeah she you know she's gonna drop him right. like
0: stupid so through through 2017 I was like all right I learned something I like he was specifically referencing her goals um and what they talked about uh what else do I have to say about this dumb movie um wow so, <laughs> so spoiler like uh, it's a dumb movie no, no just kidding worth, um, worth the wait with, so so oh, with Titanic oh, oh, oh. uh the, the first two two acts it was just it was it was just bad it was just super melodramatic but
1: how did you feel about like story like character storyline wise
0: how do you feel about the car and the handprint on the window?
1: I wasn't going to ask that. <laughs>
2: so
0: dumb.
1: <laughs> How is that dumb? How is that dumb?
0: Oh, you're talking about with the sex scene? Yeah. yeah. What about the handprint? You like... and
1: I are both like, you are full of blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I How remember, I remember the sex scene.
0: Yeah. In the, in the car. The right. Old,
2: the yeah. And
1: car. the only way that you can just like.
0: Ah, yeah. Ta-da-da. Oh, OK. I thought I was like trying to figure out. There's something more dramatic. Like if somebody saw that. But no, he, they did um, see the
1: handprint, but they had already left.
0: Yeah. Oh, right, right. OK. Took it to the bone zone,
2: and they yeah. the <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what happened. I
1: heard that in the theme song <laughs> of that <about> dangerous, <laughs> yeah. danger zone song.
2: Didn't they oh, laugh? yeah, yeah, that's what that happened. And they've made fun of it on plenty of other stuff, like yeah. Family
0: Guy, really which again, fun. like now, I, I, get, I get it.
1: There are a lot of cultural jokes yep. and references you that you the His, dancing scene is still my favorite, though.
2: Yeah, or it's one of my favorite there, scenes. An, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, with the Irish guys. Yeah, she danced with the poors. Um, yeah. I hated that scene. And oh, she's up on her toes. I hated the scene. That's okay. all
1: she had to offer. This, it it's not so her fault. Ju- she's
3: highborn.
2: Okay, and also for me, it was so. It's like it's these people who have clearly been marginalized, mm-hmm. who are on the ship with a bunch of highfalutin rich people, and they're still mm-hmm. having and, a great time. And they're having there's so yeah. much joy, and I, it, it reminds me of when I was in Ghana with people who were dirt poor, mm-hmm. but would have these parties that were so much fun. And I'm like, man,
1: you guys, and it was lavish for them. Watching you guys barely
2: like up stuff to eat for the day, but like when it's like, yo, it's time to get lit. Like they're mm-hmm. out kicking it. And I that, like, see that, that I like that I love real beer. The, the real part beer? that
0: I the part that I hated, and this is just because I mean, again, I grew up around theater. I used to work for a ballet company. This It's gonna be an anti-Irish thing. Watching her Better go watch up on her watching her go up on her toes in this big dramatic thing. And then she slipped you're like oh, I haven't done that in years it was just terrible okay. she doesn't slip that was so dumb. number one what number two
1: have you ever been on like in point without point shoes do you know how hard it is and her line that she goes that she says before it she literally says you boys like pain like she's literally saying like you think that's painful like try supporting your entire body weight on just the tip of tips of your toes yes. you are a terrible person
2: this podcast is almost <laughs> oh, over i'm about ready? to storm yeah. out, of uh-huh. out of here i don't even care about the other so, six
1: movies jeez
2: man so all of that being said i think you walked into this movie with like i'm going to hate it yeah i no.
1: legit feel like you didn't come into it with an open mind i you mean, had
0: to like it had to earn your respect yeah and it did and it did <laughs> yeah. in the third act mm-hmm. um the, shady it, that third act yeah. is where it earned all of the oscar nominations it got right uh, except for some, of the- I knew
1: you were gonna do that. I yep. knew you were gonna you do knew was that. You, like a uh, you were gonna at the tease end. it and then take it away.
0: Anyway, long story short, my rating: too late or worth the wait. This is this Choose is worth your word this, this is is worth the wait. Yeah, because you were gonna this, get this is set this table yeah. on fire. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone's gonna flip this table over. It just it, it took a while though because I was like, man, like it was it was hard for me to get similar with Oliver. It was hard for me to get kind of swept away in it because I was just kind of waiting for those moments. But right. the, when when everything started happening, it earned my respect.
1: And I think that's the hard part with some of these movies is yeah. like you're just you you know that there are these iconic scenes that have been redone mm-hmm. in TV like Family Guy or goodness knows how many TV shows. Yeah. And so yeah. you're waiting to see those moments because I'll be perfectly honest, one of my least favorite scenes is the I'm flying, Jack I'm flying. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I that that in my yeah. opinion is the cheesiest scene. But like we talked about last time, you know, like the scenes that break your heart. Like you, there had to be at least one moment in that movie that broke your heart.
0: I did not like that his his boy, his Italian friend, mm-hmm. just gets forgotten about completely, and like kind of pops up randomly. Mm-hmm. I get it; the story was not about him. Yeah, but it was like mm. you just want to show he's a guy who has friends.
1: That's that's uh, what broke your heart. Yeah. No, it, not, that his Italian friend occasionally came on screen.
0: <laughs> not the not the people drowning. <laughs> uh, oh, there was uh, one of the scenes when let me see the boat was getting lowered, kind of on top of the other boat, and people were like they were all freaking out, and they're like, "Oh, no. the the lifeboats, yeah, the lifeboats, yeah." yeah. Um, that was, that was, you know, it was, again, it was, it was compelling, but it just, it, it really had to get there, uh, for me. At one point, one of the ladies on one of the boats was like, oh no, if this part goes down, then the suction is going to us And it was like, how do you know that? She's a scientist. Some women yeah. are smart. Well, yeah. we learned a lot crazy. about John today. He doesn't have a heart <laughs> oh, wow. and he thinks women yeah. aren't
2: smart. I don't understand. Wow. wow. Good
0: thing, uh, Brandon of Vexing Media edits this podcast yeah. and is going to cut all of that <laughs> <We're>, out. Brandon,
1: <laughs> you'll be hearing from Tim and I <laughs> yeah. shortly. I'm going to
0: write this down. Anyway, no, so. I'm,
1: but I also like one of the things that <laughs> I love. Enough. No, 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 no. no. because no, enough. it's really important because there is there there are they actually do reference historical characters on this ship. I looked into my it. favorite character, the unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah, Tim is playing guitar on his I'm microphone. <laughs> Like she's an actual character from history.
0: Kathy Bates, and again, like Kathy Bates was great. Love her. Um, I, I, I like love her. how she
1: helped. She helps Jack. Mm-hmm. But that, like, there, there was no moment where you're like, oh, that's so sad.
0: I think I shouldn't hobble him. That would have been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um. I get off this boat. The other scene that I thought was kind of weird because again, I had not been, weird. I had
1: heartbreaking. Been, heartbreak. Like the crushing. mother like i like i referenced last night, the mother who read her okay, children that, to okay. sleep it well, she, like the, the water yes yeah
2: Thank you. Those, those That's scenes, all I wanted. Okay. Remember <laughs> that, that one Italian guy? He had like three lines. He's my favorite character. I never saw him again. <laughs> yeah. It was heartbreaking. Wow. Why did they eat more? That was weird to me. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have enough food. The peasants didn't get enough to <laughs> eat. It was so strange. They had to deal with rats. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. Um, I saw people put on fresh socks. It was very Oh, strange. the other thing. So Rose
1: couldn't hawk a loogie. <laughs> that was so sad. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that
0: was dumb. Um, when they're traipsing through, when the so the, when the boat is going down and the water is rushing in everywhere and they're running through and they're doing all this stuff, guess what that is the same freezing water that then you are in but why was it not freezing until you whatever
1: it was I don't um, remember any moment but you know, like, I were the the they, where they weren't like oh i'm on. so tired or i'm so cold i don't remember a moment where they were like oh this feels like a jacuzzi yeah, yeah. they made anyway, them literally film in like a, a
0: kiddie pool yeah.
1: full of ice water and again like
0: the, the practical effects like it felt like they sunk a ship so that huge, huge credit—you're uh, sinking a lot of people's dreams right now with this. Review. It was worth the wait. What do you want from me? It was worth the wait. How she do you feel about the it ending? Of worth the wait. That which, oh, when she takes the, ugh, yeah, so dumb. No heart.
1: I, I, I actually didn't like that part
0: because oh, she was old.
1: No, because she should have just handed it to him.
0: Yeah. Right, and again, like at that point, like, and
1: she could have been like, here, like, put it someplace where you can pretend like you discovered it,
0: or like, give it to your. Either her daughter or granddaughter—you cannot really tell which.
1: No, I mean I think she did the right still thing being by, a like, <laughs> still no, I think that she she did the right thing by by Dropping giving it in. to the expedition because she right. knew what that meant. Like, that's what he had been hunting for, and like it was. But it was she, did almost it. she a, dropped it back in the ocean. She dropped it back on top of the sinking, the sunken Titanic, because she knew that
0: at some that, point they, they were going to go it.
1: back. They going, their like their their mm-hmm. whole expedition is funded by bringing up artifacts from the Titanic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he says repeatedly how he's there to find the heart of the ocean.
0: See, I I thought that was just petty on her move to be like, oh, you guys are done,
1: bloop. No, she li- she literally did it because she knew that that's what he wanted. Like that's but what the to, lead scientist. They, she had was to make like.
0: sure that they were good people or something first. I think she it was she wanted them to
1: understand the value of more than just the the jewels that are on that ship. Yeah, that like that painting was what brought them her. <laughs>
0: yeah. that was another scene Draw me where like one of your French girls. Right. They were oh. like again now now I now get, you it. get it. Yep. Now it makes sense. Yeah, it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. She was, like, so serious. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so, if we have to. The next film. Yeah. Uh, next two films are going to be Aaron's. Mm-hmm. Another two that she chose herself. The first one, 2001, oh, A Space Odyssey. Yeah. I've been waiting for
2: this. There's two movies on your list waiting for it. Okay, so, lis-
1: listeners, uh, when this movie was brought up, mm-hmm. uh, episode 63, we had a little bit of a tension rise in the in the podcasting room here. Mm-hmm. Because we have two people here that sit on opposite sides of how they feel about 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. So, John, would you like... No, you diss Titanic. Tim, would you like to tell me where you currently stand on it's, 2001?
2: It's boring. Mm-hmm. And a way, complete waste of time.
0: Okay. This is where the term cinematic ambient came For in. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. And, John, your stance?
0: I told you on episode 63. It is a slow burn. Slow burn. But the, <laughs> the music is incredible. And it set the stage for a lot of what sci-fi has done since then. Nah, it's sleepy. So okay, there we go, Aaron.
1: Um, <laughs> so the film is difficult to describe. Mm-hmm. Yes, but <laughs> it centers around this. It centers around the.
0: Th- <laughs> I'm really trying. Nailing to, it. <laughs> you're, you're doing. Because you're it's, doing it's, sweet. I was like,
1: it's I feel good. like I'm doing it justice right now. Yeah. Um, wow. it centers around what I believe is the theory or the concept of evolution and uh, evolution and time. And mm -hmm. that seems to come to light around this monolith pillar thing that happens to appear uh, before man exists. Uh, Apparently Mm -hmm. we are still monkeys in the beginning. And this monolith is responsible for teaching, somehow imparting wisdom on these early – neanderthal men things that you can use a weapon to defend your territory murder. and chase off other people and murder and kill food blah blah blah. blah. cut to because apparently <laughs> that scene is just over
0: mm-hmm. um you see the bone getting thrown up jump in the to
1: yeah and smashing of an already dead skull mm-hmm. but um Simple as a... cut to <laughs> a mission to the moon. Where uh, they this guy is on his way with un- under the guise of a fake story to inspect something they found on the moon that mm-hmm. turns out to be this monolith. Um, they're standing in front of it. He's going to get a picture of it because it's going to be this you know this brilliant scientific find. All of a sudden, this high pitched sound is emanating from the monolith. Mm-hmm. S- end scene.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Cut to. How are you not asleep already? <laughs> Cut two, there is now an expedition to Jupiter mm-hmm. where you have two scientists that are awake, three scientists that are in uh, extended hibernating uh, sleep in their little pods and everything like that. And then you have the computer system, HAL 9000, HAL. also called HAL. Um, and mm-hmm. HAL is supposed to be a computer a- that cannot fail, that ha- that is 100% <laughs> accurate all times, blah, blah, blah. blah. Hal reports that there's some malfunction on the ship, nobody can verify said malfunction, so it can't be Hal because Hal never fails. Of course. And so uh they they take all the precautions to have a conversation without Hal overhearing cuz Hal is essentially routed through the entire ship. Um but little do they realize even though they're scientists that Hal is a giant freaking camera so he can read lips. Mm.
3: Mm -hmm. And
1: they're talking about how Hal must be responsible for the error because it's not human error that this malfunction. They're in the middle of space, so it has to be computer. Hal realizes it and essentially becomes somewhat of a sentient being and hatches a plan to kill them because he won't let them disconnect him. Mm -hmm. So the plan goes awry and one of the scientists makes it back inside. Hal, meanwhile, has murdered all three scientists sleeping in their pods. So, Scientist makes it back inside (laughs) and disconnects
0: Hal. I think only one of our synopses has been under 60 seconds.
1: (laughs) Like, because there's no, I can't, there's no synopsis for this. I could be like, it's a monolith that teaches people things.
2: How to murder, essentially. The end. And Mm
1: -hmm. so, it cut to uh, Hal disconnects, Hal is disconnected, and then a video starts playing and the scientist has a stroke and drops LSD and is transported over space and time thanks to this monolith that he sees and sees himself in the future and then somehow also in the past as a giant floating fetus in space.
0: Yeah. The so- sounds about right.
1: I don't know how I could have made that in 60 seconds. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. Either way.
0: How many sleeps did you have? I
1: kept, literally, I kept hitting pause because I wanted to see how much time was left.
2: (laughs) Wow. It was. But um, I I
1: see the merit. I see the merit where you're coming from. Okay, thank you. About how, (laughs) how, how itself set a lot of tones as far as.
0: Angry AI murdering people. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Siri, like all of us have an iPhone. Siri would not exist if Hal did not.
1: Uh, you can't definitively say yeah, that. I can you say can. that. You know, because Hal did. came from somebody's brain. I can guarantee somebody else's brain. had No, nope. uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Nope. Hal actually just formed himself in the right. film. We don't know how he yeah, got we there. Don't know.
0: But I mean, it's so it set the stage. <laughs> yeah, but for legitimately,
1: a lot of like the score was beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I said, I texted you guys. You know, the score is absolutely phenomenal. I now know where that song comes from. Also, yes.
0: Sprockets with Um, mm-hmm. right. but
1: overall, I I really couldn't wait for it to end. <sighs> like and it's it's only because like even like just even that like there was no climax nothing the the move i think the thing is 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 i'm not looking for a movie that has action sequences Mm -hmm. i don't even care about that Right, right but like there was nothing connecting any of the stories
3: and like hard and cuts.
1: I and I and that's just it. it's like none of them were blended, everything mm. is literally like like inter like there was an intermission yes, in the movie,
3: yeah like
1: like that's my <laughs> only thing it's like it would uh. make sense if this was like, oh, this is a movie, a collection of short stories that somewhat show examples of yes. mental evolution mm. of okay. some kind right. that would have been different than this is a film. there is a big floating black box that does stuff, but we don't know how it does stuff right. And we're never going to explain how it does stuff. It just does but things. But it happens to this one person because that's just it. It's like you never find out what the high-pitched shriek noise was on the moon and what it did to people. Nope. You never find out, like, why. So the guy that Hal cut the oxygen tank to, mm-hmm. the other scientist just lets float off yep. in space. He's like, okay, hey, peace out, Girl Scout. I'm taking care of this. But it's like you, you, and then, like, all of a sudden, the guy that I mentally am just assuming he had a stroke and dropped LSD because the colors that they used. And again, that whole montage makes no sense. Zero Absolutely sense. makes sense. No, like, I get that they're <sighs> trying to show he's being transported over space and time, <laughs> but I legit had to look it up because I was like, WT French, right like, now? I don't get it. Like, is this the end or what? Yeah. And then nope, he, like, 20 minutes he's, left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, I was like, okay. Um,
2: It was like the end of Lucy, and the
1: first five minutes of the Uh, film is a black, like all black, like the screen doesn't do anything for the first like five minutes of the film, just music. Yep. And I don't mind that it's not dialogue heavy. Okay. Like that doesn't bother me. I told you that's why I love Dunkirk, that it wasn't you know heavy on the lines. So it it
0: did not really crescendo. It just kind of stayed plateau. It It didn't even pick up like that. Like for me, it wasn't
1: even that it plateaus because that would assume that at some point there. Like I would say if I was looking at somebody's like scans like their EKG and they were in a coma and they <laughs> flatlined oh yeah
2: it's like having a beautiful Lamborghini but you have to push it around Wow! It's like this is exhausting. Like just start. It really
1: was like exhausting. I think is the best way to describe it. It's exhausting. And I I tried to be in, like in a good mental place because I legitimately was like I really want to see how this balances out between mm-hmm. both of your opinions. Mm-hmm. But I really could not get into it, and the ending didn't culminate anything. It didn't answer any questions. No, it doesn't. Oops, the
0: recording stopped. <laughs> like it doesn't. It's it. just it does I'm, it. like oh.
1: I, and I I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. But it's like. I don't feel like it was a waste of time. Yes, okay. but I legit was just like I. The score is what makes this a classic film for me. That's but it. That's it's it. It's just the score.
2: Like, and then it's like, oh, the score is great, so the rest of the movie's great. No, it's a, it's a, it's a. Some of
1: the effects were cool. Like, I liked all the walking in the space station an and a, stuff. Mm-hmm. Like an that was cool. Film. But like, I, I would not see what all the huff is about because of it.
2: It's an average film with some above-average themes that aren't executed very well.
1: Okay. I just really wanted everything to tie together more than anything else. Okay. That, 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 and, I think that that's is my biggest thing. Is like is I just, I wanted, because I, I was literally like, well, what about the shrieking stone there? Yeah. I was like, and then my big thing was, like, well, are they all the same stone?
0: Yeah. And I'm not going to do what some film critics will do and say that you just did not get it. That, you know, whatever. I'm not <laughs> going to say that because I, I truly do not believe that. I totally understand. The points you're saying, I think it could have been, even though I like this movie, the hard cuts are, those are those brutal. The question too is like why do you like it?
1: Because the opinion that you gave was just like this set the tone for all of this. But mm-hmm. that's great that it that's did that fine. and I would agree with that. But, why do but you the like movie it? itself doesn't do Like, like it? what about the film like is is it for you?
0: The visuals are incredible. Okay. okay. It's like the, the way this film was shot, Stanley Kubrick yeah, as a it, visual yeah. storyteller, it yeah. is beautiful. I love the soundtrack, but I, I and I admitted it then and I will admit it, admit it now. This is not a movie that I recommend to everybody. Only because I know that this this can be a tough watch. It is that but slow burn line. without really... But
1: it's not... I feel like it's literally just you sitting there wasting matches. Like, nothing ever Somebody catches. Somebody
0: was high doing... Uh, that. Stanley Kubrick. Like, like 100%, he has just, a stroke have, and drops LSD. We're, we're just going to
1: cut
2: doors. it? Yeah, we're just going to cut right here and cut to another story. <laughs> Inter- I,
1: intermission. I'm tired. I need a nap. Yeah. But, like, like to <laughs> me, that's break. just it. It's like, <laughs> like you're literally sitting there trying to light a match. Like, you're saying it's a slow burn, but mm-hmm. I just feel like you're just getting that that delicious smell of yeah. burnt matches without actually having a match catch fire. No delicious fire. Smell. No flame. Oh, I love that smell. Demon? I love Demon? Like sulfur? <laughs> I love the smell of like, like the sandpaper yeah. on matches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, like, when I was a kid, if there were like rocks oh, in our you yard, you could like clap them together and they would make that smell. <laughs>
0: Hey, learning something new. I never said.
1: I never intentionally set anything on fire.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I did. I that's, was a boy. That's all boys that do. That's it. to put that on record. <laughs> I
1: like. Well, I, I. I. like the smell. Like I said, 100 okay. percent honest. I once almost burnt my room down, but.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Well, all right. Not surprised so, now. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised too, by that. Too late. or worth the wait for 2001: A Space Odyssey. Too late. Yeah, up, up top. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes. All right. Fine. But Next. I
1: mean, I guess I guess I would also like to know why other people see this as a classic is my biggest thing. And if one person tells me that I don't get it,
2: mm. get people over, get over yourself a, and your yeah.
1: pretension. We, we, but we, we, I would we, like to know why you think it's a good movie. We've talked
2: about this. People tell people things are classics. Mm-hmm. So they enjoy it. It's the same with music. Yeah. People tell them stuff is classic. So people feel like they have to love it. And you don't have to.
0: Yeah. and I, Which is why, to. like, even though I like the film, I, I totally see your points. They're valid. I get it. I don't get that same respect the Titanic, but whatever. Moving on. Uh, so the next film on your list. either
1: one of us said you just didn't get this. We just said you were heartless.
0: Whatever. Heartless the next movie on your animated. list also has to do with romance. Yeah. It is The Graduate. Set this one up. This one actually probably take less than 60 seconds, but go ahead.
1: Uh... Kid just graduates college, not really sure what he wants to do with life, seems to be a nervous wreck, Dro- after a congratulations graduate party, drives his neighbor home, she hits on him, says that she's DTF, he pretty much <laughs> runs out of the house terrified, but then a light bulb moment comes on later, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm totally DTF too, you can teach me a lot. Mm-hmm. And then gets set up with her daughter, falls for her daughter instead, breaks the mother's heart, and mother cries wolf, and son becomes a stalker.
0: Yeah, Yep. pretty good. Pretty much.
2: Was
1: that under 60 seconds that I did? Yeah, no, nailed good. it.
0: That was good. Uh, with performances by... Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Amazing Dustin Hoffman. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Overall, this movie was very campy
2: yes. yeah. at
1: the end. Agreed. I thought that the soundtrack was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was jamming out in my house the entire time
0: um killer soundtrack
1: great soundtrack well and they did the whole thing that was the best part yeah. but um it was really creepy to me
0: really yeah, yeah. now i guess i want to. it was creepy I on I, a lot of levels i think we asked and i can't remember if we did but what about the graduate made you want to put this on your list
1: um well one uh all the mrs robinson jokes okay um two i've heard for years that it's a classic and i i really enjoy dustin hoffman um it's just it's, it's been one of those movies that, you know, a lot of people love it. I really haven't heard of anybody that hates it. Um, and yeah. I would like I knew what the premise of the movie was about. So to be perfectly honest, I really wanted to watch it with the understanding of what feminism is in mm. 2017 versus what it was when the f- movie was filmed. So Makes like sense. what those uh, different social constructs would be like watching it now with that filter.
0: OK. Yeah. And what how did that filter work out? So you said it made you uncomfortable. Yes.
1: Um, Uncomfortable because, one, the older woman practically forces herself onto him.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, More more than one. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like, even in the beginning, whenever it was, like, he was very clearly anxious and nervous and didn't exactly didn't want to be there Mm -hmm. she like forced him to have a drink and sit down and stay Mm. and was like my husband's out of town he wasn't out of town Mm -hmm. he shows up and she like like he goes to get something upstairs and he turns around and she's just there naked but then he she keeps like it i hate using this word but it was just it was very rapey because she keeps yeah. using phrases like i would never do that for you like you, i clearly i am an older woman and i just mm-hmm. need your help young man right. like like i like how dare you get that idea that's about that me but it, but it was just like it was very like <laughs> like i'm like offended that you would suggest that i'm coming on to you you know that i'm a married woman As but she is naked. <laughs> look at my nipples right. like that like it was just very
3: mm-hmm.
1: uncomfortable in that regard now i'm all about a woman that loves sex wants sex for sure. whenever she wants like that's you you go girl like i'm all about that but, 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 no, but means no means no yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then you know <laughs> consent is sexy <laughs> like oh god consent is so sexy um can we put that on a on another shirt It actually not one that
0: has not not one
1: that has cinematic <laughs> ambient on it <laughs> <Sexy>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like... uh
0: no in college that was actually the oh, okay good. the logo for uh this organization
1: um but uh and then like he has his light bulb moment mm-hmm. and okay you know he's a college kid he's like yeah. Never had sex. I might want to
0: try that thing. figure out what
1: this thing's supposed to do I guess mm-hmm. um, and then he just becomes a total douche mm-hmm. uh to his parents and his parents. his parents I didn't really like in the beginning because his parents were those. Like do this even though it's super embarrassing and you hate me for it, but I'm mm. gonna force you to do it. Like he, they literally shove him underwater in his scuba suit to show him off, like to <laughs> yeah. all of their friends, not even his friends. And that's the other thing; he has no friends in the movie. Yeah. Well, like mm-hmm. I, I, I start to I pity him until no he becomes Italian a total two. No, forgotten who about. have like three <laughs> lines and then just disappear. No, I was not heartbroken for that. <laughs> Um, and then, like, you know, throughout the whole movie, they're trying to set him up with Mrs. Robinson's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, both, both Mr. Robinson is and his parents. And, and he keeps like shunning it, like, no, like, I don't like her. I grew up with her, blah, 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 making all these excuses. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, every night he disappears, goes to the hotel, and screws Mrs. Robinson. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to make more out of their quote unquote relationship than she wants. And, you know, she essentially admits that the only reason why she's with her husband is because she got pregnant. And, yeah. <laughs> like, there there are moments of, like, deep impact for Mrs. Robinson that I actually feel for her, but I, like, and then I'm, like, shot back to reality, and I'm, like, no, no. And mm-hmm. so, like, she has, like, a mental breakdown and literally tells him that if he ever, like, goes out or even, like, talks to her daughter – she will tell everybody. Like she starts just bribing him out of nowhere. Like yep. even though he's straight up has told her, like I'm not interested in dating your daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when he ends up being forced to go on a date with the daughter, he takes her to a strip club.
2: I mean,
0: uh- doesn't <gasps>
1: talk to her, wears yeah. sunglasses, and then realizes he's being a complete utter douche because she starts to cry and storms out of the strip club.
0: Oh, the this, this ain't your thing? the Saint's yeah. thing. Oh, oh, you don't you don't want to okay. be here. What? Like
1: this woman's literally like throwing booby tassels on her head, and I'm <laughs> it's not
2: like, like a fun. To me. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> like, no, I mean,
1: my thing. I like strip clubs again.
2: Do if, you? If, if
1: that is your choice for life, like that—that's on you. Mm-hmm. But. Mm. yeah like so it that uh, that made me mad but i was like but i got the point of why he was doing it because he was literally like i want this to be the worst date ever so that i can keep sleeping with your mom but then you know he realizes She's that typical. he's being a, exa- i know right <laughs> then right. no, our no, no, tuesday night right but um i felt like i felt like he was there and it's like oh yeah it's double coupon night at the strip club yeah. but um it's so like he wings, takes her out like to yeah wings. he I'll takes see. her out to <laughs> 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 it's like the glitter factory in parks and rec <laughs> right. where he's got an amazing bu- breakfast buffet <laughs>
2: Uh, absolutely yeah but um and then like he takes her out to
1: drive in and essentially apologizes (laughs) to her and then realizes like oh we have this amazing connection like she's it for me Mm -hmm. and then he's like oh crap like (laughs) like mrs robinson and then like it really upset me because come to find out mrs robinson spills the beans but she spills the beans and tells her husband and daughter that he raped her and that yeah. upset me. Yeah. Super uncomfortable. Like, I was like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that made me really she's mad. She's not a good person. No. No, she's a terrible person. Absolutely no, terrible person. she's not. So, so he then finds, like, he goes home, tells his parents that he's going to propose to their daughter that mm-hmm. he's fallen for, even though they're not speaking right now. <laughs> and they've been on, one, like, two dates.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, his parents are like... Oh, that's great because oh, she yeah. just left for school. So they're like, oh, are you going to go up to Berkeley and, you know, go see her? And he's like, yeah. She, he, they were like, so what does she think about the proposal and everything like that? And she's like, well, he doesn't know. What about the Robbins? Oh, well, they don't know either. So when did you decide to do this? Just now? No. <laughs> so like his parents literally have this moment where they become real parents in my eyes. are like, this is not the best thought out idea. Yeah. Like you shouldn't do this. Like let's sit down and talk about I it. Know. And he just leaves. Yeah. He just pieces out. Then he stalks her to her college campus follows her around, and then essentially she shows up one night at his apartment and starts screaming at him for raping her mother, which she has every right to do, and then all of a sudden she just calms down after he gives her a glass of water and realizes— Quote, unquote,
3: water. Yeah, and was like,
1: realizes, oh, maybe he's not such a bad guy. And then all of a sudden they're dating again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he said, I didn't rape her, and she was like, oh, okay, I believe you. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> And then – so <laughs> they're dating weird, like, and – but she's yeah. also engaged this other person. Oh, I so, forgot about Yeah, that. like so she's engaged this other guy and she's sneaking off with, with Dennis, Dustin Hoffman's character and Dustin's like, we should get married. Like, let's just go get married. Again, they've been on like three dates mm-hmm. and he stalked her to her college campus and so I
2: mean sometimes you just know what love is when you see it.
1: But then all of a sudden her dad shows up and is like, Do you see like all the damage that you've caused? Stay away mm-hmm. from my family, my daughter, my wife, stay away from everybody, blah, blah, blah.
2: That's got a good point. Totally understandable. Yeah.
1: Got it. And the guy that she's engaged to is a good stand up guy, blah, blah, blah. So next thing you know, she's dropped out of school, disappeared. So Stalker goes crazy and tries to find her. Mm -hmm. So he lies to her fiance's fraternity brothers and says that he's in the wedding, but he doesn't know where it is because he lost the invitation somehow. So these dumb kids are in the frat frat house and they're all just drinking and saying like, oh, yeah, well, here's the wedding. Like, go here. So he finally makes it to the wedding. And it's that iconic scene where he's up on the top of the the church and Uh it's a glass window. And he's just like screaming her name and banging on the glass. And then all of a sudden she realizes, I love him. I'm going to marry him. This strange man that stalked me to the altar, ruined my wedding to another man. And as she's heading out, it becomes total campy, chaotic mayhem in the church where I literally like they're beating somebody off with a a cross, like with a crucifix. And, like, the daughter slaps the mom and the mom slaps. Like, it's literally just so campy at the very end. And so they're running out. She's in full-blown her wedding dress and everything like that. They're running. They catch a bus. And the movie just ends with them look. Like, the looks on their faces, though, is the best part. Because Dustin's sitting there kind of smirking. And she's looking over at him, like, super happy. The fact that she's like, yeah, I'm going to marry the love of my life. And then she She just slowly, like, looks forward. And she's like, her big smile, like, slowly diminishes. Mm -hmm. And then the movie's over. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, for me, I get why it's a classic, and I get why it was a classic, especially when it came out.
0: It was nominated for seven different Oscars. Yeah. Like, I
1: thought Dustin Hoffman played his character really well. Like, Mrs. Robinson was a really well-developed character. That, she was yeah. just a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Like, right. both of them did a great job with that script and with their acting. They were both,
0: yeah, they were both nominated for Best Actor, Best Actress, mm-hmm. Screenplay, Cinematography, Director. Yeah.
1: Like, like it, it, I, I get it. But it was just very predatory, very Mm -hmm. rapey, just there were a lot of things in it. It couldn't come
0: out now. No, No. gosh, no. (laughs) But with
1: the veil of 2017 that I just, I wasn't okay with.
0: Okay. Yeah, that that is fair. So, The Graduate, too late or worth the wait?
1: I'm going to say too late.
0: Wow! Wow! Okay. I, I enjoyed the is, film, but too but I,
1: I I say too late specifically because of where we're at now in society. Right. Like not too late necessarily for me, mm-hmm. but too late for today's societal standards. I guess is yeah. the best way for me to phrase that. Like that makes sense. You can still enjoy it, but if you come from the veil of now, no. If you came like if your generation grew up when the movie came out, I yeah. think that you would still enjoy
0: this. Absolutely, so that, that makes sense. Okay, absolutely, nice. Going back to another movie that is I'm from- I'm enjoying the shocks, uh, though, from, from where you
1: guys are like, oh, really? <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, especially yeah The Graduate. I mean, yeah. yeah it, I need to rewatch it. Is it is one of those classics that it does deserve all mm-hmm. seven of those nominations. It only won for Best Director, but it got nominated for a bunch.
3: yeah
0: It is a great film, but yeah, those it, it makes you a little uncomfortable. So, yeah. okay. uh Your next movie, Tim, that yes. you chose for yourself Absolutely. is- This is Spinal Tap, the beginning of the mockumentary. Yes. Go for it.
2: Uh, this is about Synopsis. this. Synopsis. It's
0: essentially a
2: mockumentary about a group named Spinal Tap. hmm That's kind of it. I'm not gonna Yeah. Go.
1: A group named Spinal Tap. What does this yeah. group do? We
2: make music. Have oh, you, a musical like, yeah. group. A musical oh, okay. group. Sorry. A musical group. And it's just I funny. Like, are they it's just, a gang, or what are they? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's fun if, if you're into mockumentaries. Um, I could see people watching at the time not knowing it was a mockumentary. Because mm-hmm. it's very dry humor. It's very straightforward. Um but it's, it's fun. It was really funny, like mm-hmm. in a hilarious way. Like, just. And that is another one where. Is that how funny? In a hilarious, hilarious way. <laughs> not, not, not funny in a sad way. Not funny in mm-hmm. a like, this is un- unintentionally funny. Like, it's.
0: And this has a ton of references funny. that a lot of people do not know what the ori- that this was the original yeah. point for that. Yeah. So, like, it goes up to 11 that you see in everything from like KFC commercial at one point yeah. used it to everything. And, like, this is where that came from. Yeah. And so. it, it, it's it. I think at the time it showed
2: people that there's different ways to do comedy mm-hmm. and it reminds me of sort of the rise of sort of like alternative comics because people were used to like this is how you tell a joke this is how it's structured but to watch this film the entire structure is a joke yeah the entire structure of the film was a joke so everything in between it sort of feeds that and it works mm-hmm. and it's hard to pull off but we've seen it you know whether it be best in show or I was gonna whatever.
0: say and what is funny about that is Christopher Guest yeah who is in this is Spinal Tap yeah has done other mockumentaries since then, and it still works. But even something like The Office, right? It yeah. like watching remind me of like watching The
2: Office when you first watched The Office. <laughs> are you do you, Aver- not like, the, you like The Office? Hmm. But this idea that's, that's like, a
1: that's a much longer tangent. Okay. Okay. But the idea that like The Office derail. is
2: based around this paper company, and mm-hmm. you're you're, you're uh, apparently getting this insight into the, this crazy world they live in this little office in Scranton. But that's a, that's the joke, and everyone's sort of in on the yeah. joke. And yeah. spinal tap reminds me like I don't know if there's an office if there's not a spinal tap that that shows people that exactly. they can do this kind of comedy and you can you can sort of tell these narratives that are all surrounded around this ridiculousness and it be funny and mm-hmm. you can sell it as truth
0: and it was one of the I mean because again it started the mockumentary thing right. this is a movie where if you were to show this to somebody who did not know as mockumentary even now it it still function as functions as a documentary also so somebody could yeah. watch this be like. Wait, is this a... Wait, how do play? I find this group? <laughs> yeah, Right. As opposed to, like, the the later ones, like, Best in Show and everything, like... But even something though, though like CB4. Yeah. Oh, nice poll. Chris Rock, man. was like, that happens because something like Spinal Tap came mm-hmm. out and, and it was successful and people got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Quick quick and easy. So, this is Spinal Tap. Too late or worth the wait? Uh, worth the wait. Worth the wait? Oh, worth okay. the wait. I'm glad I finally
2: watched it. And I knew a bunch of the references, and so yeah. it was fun. And it was
0: one of those... Yeah, as you're watching, you're like, oh... This yeah, and this. I got this. it. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh my next one is the one another one that I chose. Blind spot for me, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh. So, right off the jump, uh, I was not a Pee Wee kid growing up. Uh it just it completely missed me. I think I remember watching it, my mom telling me I could not watch it because she did not like some of the jokes. Know, she did that with a couple things. Do you guys remember you can't do that on television? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was another show that was banned. Yo, my, that like watch that show now, it is disgusting.
1: I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers. What? 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 How? What? Violence. I couldn't watch the Smurfs. What? Violence. But I could watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: That, that makes. No I couldn't difference. watch the Smurfs.
1: What? Blue people don't. What?
0: Exist. Yeah.
2: Wow.
1: I wasn't allowed to watch things like. I mean,
2: Gargamel's whole thing was cooking them and eating them, making the Smurfs. Yeah, too. that was the whole thing. True. Yeah.
1: I wasn't allowed to watch Bednobs and Broomsticks for the longest time.
0: We bootlegged Bednobs and Broomsticks when Disney used to have the free preview yeah. <laughs> weekend. Yep. What we would do is we would go to the store, man, this ages me. We would go to the store get the Maxwell VHS tapes mm-hmm. with the the long play. Yeah. Put it in the VCR and just press record. And then like at the end of the weekend, we would just switch out switch out some tapes and then we had a bunch of movies. Yeah. It was great. And do granted, it. in the middle of the movie it would be like pledge drive to pop yeah. be blah, blah. like mm, fast forward. Yeah. I love Bednobs and Broomsticks. Okay. Um, oh. but so I was not a Wee kid growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, this is one where I already, I'd seen clips. I get some of the references, but I have, I'd never seen a Wee episode or movie beginning to end. Wow. It just, it, it was a blind spot. It was not really something that I grew up with. Uh, so, so to the film, the synopsis. Pff-
3: uh, essentially,
0: Pee Wee gets his bike stolen, and goes on an adventure to get his bike back. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, um, I should. I feel like I should throw out a disclaimer. Oh no, to Jess you, you who, I, who I who I know she is listening. She loves uh, Pee Jess from the Curly Nerd Podcast. Big shout out to them. Shout out to Jess. Um,
1: Hi, Jess. We just became Twitter friends. So nice.
0: There you go. Um, from the beginning of this film, <laughs> I'm going to watch. <laughs> just sit back from the beginning of this film I hated it <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kill you. Um, okay so texting you right now and, and I, think, I called that and I think because I, I did not grow up with it so his delivery I, I do not understand yeah. the world that Pee Wee lives it's in it's a hard pull yeah. he is a the humor is th- weird 30 something year old but acts like a 8 year old but lives it, by himself and is an inventor but has the mind of a child like Everything and, and it would be one thing if that was it. Yeah. And it was like okay, but then he meets or not meets, but he like, runs into his like bully neighbor who is also like forty years old, and that other neighbor is like, my dad said I could have anything for my birthday, and I want your bike. He's like, uh, I don't think so. And I was like, you are forty year old men having this conversation. It's like, but he's not. He's Pee Wee. But, pee-wee. but again, was. so is his neighbor. But so, he's
1: not. <laughs>
0: And then, so he you know, makes John, this big. You just don't get it, uh, right? Uh, he makes this big, like rude Goldberg device, which I always love those to make his breakfast, and then wastes his breakfast. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan of uh, wasting food. I've I heard that couldn't. you
1: are with how you are with food. Yeah,
0: we've all heard. Uh, some would say I have a problem with food, but whatever. There were I, some air quotes. In I, 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 love, I love food. So he makes like bacon and eggs and toast, toast and his, yeah. his dog gets food and everything, and then he just leaves the house. Really. You just you were just gonna I leave mean, all that. It's not food?
2: supposed to be serious, obviously.
0: Okay, so moving on. Pee Wee's
1: from... Big Adventure is a documentary. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: uh, so moving on from that, one of the other things that speaking to the uncomfortableness that that Jess or that Jess felt that Aaron <laughs> felt, I was looking at my notes and I had written Jess. Um, everybody, not everybody, a lot of people in this film mm-hmm. are sexually attracted to Pee Wee, and it is horribly uncomfortable. Uh yeah. Dottie is this girl who has like this big crush on him and he was like, Dottie, I just don't like you. I that sound that sounds a little bit too real and <laughs> it's weird in my head. Um but then he meets the waitress, and the waitress was like, You can stay here. I'm closing up and he was like, No, I should really get going. And so he leaves and I was like, Okay, weird. Then he gets into the car with the convict. The convict has a thing for him because he dresses up like a woman, and it was just like, Why is everybody like it physically like I'm watching it. On Netflix, You're cringing and I'm just answer. like, it. It seriously made me uncomfortable. I was like, I I do not understand. It's Pee Wee's World. Yeah, you, that. it's a weird world. I'm um, sorry. Um, I'm sorry a- you
1: felt uncomfortable.
0: I think Aaron's right. It's a it's a tough pool if you didn't grow up watching it. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, yeah. So coming into it, 2017, watching this movie from the 80s, Baby right. of Man this, of this man child. <laughs> yeah, it, it it just yeah, it just made me super uncomfortable. Um, some of the humor was was kind of funny and I did get some of the references. I was like, oh, okay. Um but but overall, if I never have to watch another Pee-Wee thing, I'm totally okay with that. One hundred percent too late. I I, I hated this movie.
1: (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. even growing up with it though, like I will say like when I watch a Pee-wee movie now, not that I like do that on weekends Mm -hmm. or anything like that, but like what if I were to see a Pee Wee movie now, it's more like the nostalgia thing than anything else. It's like it's not like every Pee-Wee joke lands and I'm like cackling or side stitching. But it's it's one of those things where if you grew up with that, like you you remember when you watched it as a kid and it didn't seem so creepy. And that's that's the hard part about watching some of these things, like as an adult, is you're like that was so creepy. Like why? Like, uh, but you don't yeah. know those things when you're a kid, and and sometimes that does actually break my heart a little bit. Mm-hmm. That it's like you know, this world is such a dark, scary place at times that it's really hard to see the light in moments like that. And it's like you know, like why can't we go back to being kids when we didn't know about all the evils well, of the world? But it's I, like yeah. at the same time, no, I'm very thankful <laughs> that I I'm well aware of what yeah. happens in this world, and given all the controversy that surrounds the actor that played Pee Wee Herman, mm-hmm. and I think
0: that that also played that into probably it because I was like, it for you a little bit and. It was also weird for me as a kid, even, when I would watch... So I was a huge, still am, huge Sesame Street fan. Love Sesame Street. I right. uh, love the Muppets. Like, But what is weird Muppets? to me I as, love the so much. as a kid, when I would watch kids' shows mm-hmm. where there are not kids in it, it mm-hmm. was weird. So there was one uh, called The Elephant Show. Mm-hmm. uh dink y skidamaringky-doo. That was one where it was like a bunch of old hippies... <laughs> And, like, occasionally, they would, like, dance with some kids. And even as a kid, I was like, oh, Skidding And I was like, why are there no kids? And it's like, it was just weird. Sesame Street always had kids yeah. of all ages. It's kid, right.
1: Kids and adults. Like, Disney was always really good about that, though, also. Like, right. Disney always had, like, one or two adults, but then a ton of kids. Yeah. It was like a Benetton ad because there was uh, always diversity present.
0: Three, two, one, oh. contacts, yes. Company, Contact. Yes. Like, oh. oh. Electric those, Company. Like, all of those. Electric Company, It was kids. So, even as a kid, seeing a grown man in Pee Wee, it was the only other reference, the only other show that was like that. Was, Captain Kangaroo. was, it, was it Captain Kangaroo? Yeah, and that was one I only saw in on repeats because it had already ended, I think. Um, but a
1: kids show without kids is, yeah. And I think part of it also for the Pee Wee is that it's a kids show without kids, but the adults are kids,
0: right? And and, even, and that's
1: probably like the other disconnect that you have there, yeah.
0: And even Blue's Clues, which was an adult, but it, and it was just him acting like a kid, but he was not acting like a kid; he was just acting innocent. Yeah. Pee Wee acts like a child, child yeah. so yeah. Yeah, so, 100%, so Totally worth the wait. Uh, <laughs> totally worth the wait. Too yeah. late. Uh, go away, Pee Wee. I never want to okay. watch anything okay. I can't wait to see what it oh, to say about it is gonna <laughs> It's gonna so get, good. I might have taken some screenshots and put them on Twitter. Because, yeah, she she is going to get real mad.
2: Um,
1: I will sit back and watch the fallout.
0: So, so the next next two. Uh, now oh, back these, to me. Okay. These are my recommendations mm-hmm. that I gave to Aaron back on episode 63. The first one being Casablanca.
1: Loved it. Yes. What? Loved boom, it. Boom, boom, boom. Um. So, like I said before, I love I love old movies. I love mm-hmm. classic films. Um. And finally, get the I finally get the line. Mm-hmm. Finally, get it. Um, which, which one? Which one? The here's I get here's looking at you, kid. Yeah. Okay. Um. What are
0: be today? Could be tomorrow. Oh. like.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I would say the fo- the most famous line. Play is, it again, yeah. Sam
0: is also like up there. Oh but...
1: my gosh, that. The move, the music, the music. Yeah. Oh, I could write an entire book on the music. The music was so beautiful. Um, my best friend Carrie told me this story about her grandparents. They went to this hotel in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and the pianist that was there would play that song mm-hmm. every time that they were there. And so they you know they played it again, Sam, and like right. whenever they, I guess when they left the island, he like played it as they were walking out. And so like wow. I was like sitting there like reading this, it's so beautiful. <laughs>
0: The other, what I would, uh, one thing that the Seattle Symphony does every now and then, because um, I used to work for them also, uh, they will show the film yeah, and perform and it. Yeah, play the live. music, yeah. yeah. So, so I that. We're doing that with that, Harry
1: Potter in like a yeah. month.
0: Uh, I saw the Casablanca one a few years ago. Tremendous. It's so, the music tremendous. was so
1: good. I love the storyline. So, yeah, um, so
0: brief 60 seconds again. Oh, gosh. Brief uh, okay, line.
1: brief storyline is dude runs a bar knows every knows the right people essentially everybody that's in this area is this is like a purgatory Uh, because of the war everybody's kind of stuck there can't leave as regularly as they would like everybody's trying to get transit papers so that they can go to America's the dream essentially Mm -hmm. Um, guy rolls into town with this hot Betty on his arm (laughs) and the government knows how well connected and how wanted this man is so they essentially bribe the guy who owns a bar says make sure that he never gets transit papers and leave turns out the hot Betty on his arm is his Mm ex-lover so you know the reason why he's this you know this steely old man is because this chick burnt him burnt yeah. him real bad mm-hmm. um, and so their whole history gets hashed out or whatever and uh, what what's the lead guy's name um, Humphrey Bogart no, yeah what's his character's name oh isn't that Rick I don't remember Nick Nick
0: what how do you yeah that sounds about right
1: it's like an ick <laughs> but um rick. so i yeah, it's like uh, it's not his rick name's, it's rick. rick okay yeah rick i was like it's either rick or nick which
0: rick blaine so this movie came in 1942 that is the That's most such a name <laughs> rick blaine,
1: rick blaine. Wow. um so like all their Beard stuff gets mansion. hashed out and you find out like how she burned him and mm-hmm. that they still love each other quote unquote and um essentially it's this battle for the transit papers so that She and her husband, who is the man that they don't want to leave, Mm -hmm. can fly off to America. Um, So the conflict is, you know, bribing the right cops, bribing, you know, the right generals, you know, but not, you know, scuffing the wrong people so that you don't end up a suspect, blah, blah, blah. Um, So I guess that's like the total synopsis. Um,
0: What did you – so you loved the music.
1: I loved the music. Um,
0: What did you think about – so the writing, the love story, did everything – makes sense because again this is the Ingrid oldest Ingrid the
1: worst character she's really? awful what? I hated her wow like the actress she did a great like she played the character really well I just oh, hated okay. the character Okay, okay. I no, was no, like... no 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 I hated the character <laughs> um, thank
2: you for the clarification <laughs> yeah.
1: sorry um, like I said I'm terrible with character name so I can't remember what her name is. Yeah, because um, this is the oldest movie. why I was list. like I was like looking through my text messages beforehand because I text Carrie, my best friend about it. I was like, mm. she's the worst. Yeah. But like she just ditched the rose. dude on a train station. She was like, oh I'll just meet you there. Like Mm-mm. you were good. Like I just I have to go home and you know get pack some things. I'll just be at the train station. Never shows up. Your Ingrid so, Bergman is is right is perfect. <laughs> perfect spot on. Um so he leaves he pieces out with Sam, his BFF mm-hmm. um and they open a bar in Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Well so she shows up later and she's like, Oh, P.S. The reason why I didn't meet you was this is my husband. I thought he was dead, but dude turns out like he's really resilient, like
3: mm-hmm.
1: not yeah. dead. And so um, he essentially like he confronts her and is like, You know, uh, because like what happened was she walks in and she sees Sam and mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, I know him. Like I love him. Like, wait, <laughs> does that mean that Rick's here? I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe, mm-hmm. but, um, so she goes up to Sam and tells him to. Play it again, Sam. Mm. And he plays the love song that mm. essentially played whenever she and Rick were together and dancing. And um, Rick comes down, storms down, and he's like, Sam, I thought I told you to never play that song. And then he sees her and he's he like. Sees
0: it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I've got a really long, like, longing look in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You guys just can't see it right now. Um, and
0: that was something that was done. Masterfully, it was like when, so well done. It is one of the, it is a cliche that you watch a lot of these old uh, black and white movies, yeah. <laughs> But when you watch this one, like you feel it, he turns, he sees it. Like it's it's magical. it's I don't, feel, it's I don't it.
2: feel the same way about the film. Really? I'm glad you guys, I just don't. I'm glad you guys enjoy it. It's a good film, I just don't have that. I liked
1: the it. um, I'm hard I, I really do like World War II movies though. Like personally, mm. I really enjoy them, um, but I really liked the um the police officer who really just had his own interests mm. at heart yeah. more than anything else but he didn't <laughs> right. he didn't want anybody to get hurt in the process like mm-hmm. he was more just like like he he teased and like would essentially take money from poor people that were trying to get out but couldn't get out. And so like he would like set up these like terrible investment plans. And mm-hmm. then Rick has this like I love there's this beautiful moment where this woman tells Rick her sob story about how her and her husband want to leave, but they can't afford to leave. But this police the shady police officer can get them papers, but they have to come mm-hmm. up with the money that they don't have. So Rick literally walks upstairs to the room where her husband is playing craps and rigs the game, essentially. Mm-hmm. Tells him to put all of his money on like 22 black and
0: always bet on black always
1: bet on black <laughs>
0: um
1: and he hits it and then does it one more time and he goes now take these chips and get out of here and never come back no. like, like it's just like this beautiful moment where he's just like here like you i just lost, like he's the house so he yeah. lost all that money and he like has this moment so and it's he had like to
0: do it legitimately because you could not really be seen being like oh exactly he take like here's of money. the money exactly yeah.
1: Yeah. And so the police officers look like why do you want to ruin my fun. Like I was just playing with so them. So good. Um, I, I love the ending of this film. Mm-hmm. I thought it was masterfully done. Because a, it is not
0: a happy ending.
1: It isn't it isn't though.
0: Well, like okay.
1: and I, so I personally I don't like happy endings. I like reali- no. I, no I like realistic <laughs> endings. Like I like it when Jeez. two characters don't end, don't end up together. Okay.
0: No wonder you love Titanic. I was I like which is say. why I will Dumb talk movie. about
1: another movie that I watched. Mm, but okay. um so I like that he like he he was selfless and saying like you have to get on this plane, mm-hmm. like I there's a line from Will and Grace where she goes well Humphrey Bogart made Ingrid Berger get on the plane for the good of the resistance and it's like now I get mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. so like the cultural references that I have for this film are more right. from like sitcoms that like Fair make enough. lines from it, but it's like I I love that like the. The bad guy essentially ends up dying and the police officer is like, the criminal shot him and then ran away. I don't (laughs) know what happened. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. go. And he goes, run it up the usual suspects. And he's like, he's like, just go interrogate and maybe just shoot, you know, some of the shady people we have in town. Like, it's one of them probably. Mm -hmm. So like overall, like this, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Like, I I would listen to the soundtrack, the score over and over again. Fantastic. So
0: absolutely worth the wait.
1: It was 100% too late.
0: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Worth the wait. <laughs> Worth the way. Excellent. My next one that I recommended to you, Creature from the Black Lagoon from 1954. Wow, you watched that.
1: Yes, I did. So uh, You recommended The Thing, so. I
0: don't look at me like The Thing's not a classic movie.
1: So, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon is, the synopsis is exactly what's in the title. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Alien creature lives in yep. a very dark, scummy. Not, not alien. Uh, sorry. it's from this uh, planet. I mean alien as in foreign, not alien as in the mm-hmm. science fiction answer. Maybe mm-hmm. pick up a dictionary.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> but okay. um,
1: but uh, essentially, a creature of unknown origins. Yes. Thank you. Uh, lives in this Start wrestling. <laughs> lives uh, <laughs> essentially on the Amazon River. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they go on an exploration to find it. Uh, yeah. It starts off well, with they go on them an exploration thinking. And end up finding it, but Well, yeah. well, because. The expedition starts with them uncovering the fossil of what was another one. It looks like. (laughs) So it's like. So my question the whole time was like, so where are all the others? Like, is he the Mm. lone, like creature? Is he what's left? Is that why? And that's like. And that's why my I was like, is that why he went after the woman? As I was Mm -hmm. like, I was like, was he trying to make little fish babies with her? Like, mm I don't know. Um. It was a classic film. Like I Mm -hmm. totally get why it was a classic. You know, black and white and everything like that. And um, when she kept saying like I wish that I could go down there with her," my twenty seventeen brain was like, "Girl, strap on a pack and just dive down. You're fine. Like just go. Just do it. Do you do you boo." Mm -hmm. Uh, But um, fashion, everything in this movie. Yes, loved all of her outfits. The the beachwear, so good, so good. Only buttoning like the last two buttons Mm -hmm. of your shirt. Um, I mean, storyline wise, it's kind of what a, a movie from the 1950s is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, yep. it, it's over really quick. It's a, you know, it's a short movie. A it's like uh, hour an 19. hour. It's, yeah, I was like, it's yeah. an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's like, it's a scientific exploration in the Amazon that goes awry.
2: Yeah, a right. lot of those, you know, you know, the political climate at that time, there's a lot of like forbidden love stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But it wasn't even really a love story, though. Like there, there wasn't any love between her and no. the creature. The creature was just like, yeah, like he was more. He was really curious more than anything else. But like all the dudes, he was like, "No, I want to murder you." But her, she's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I like I like her face. Pretty much.
0: But like I said uh, on the last episode, it's all about this, interracial dating. <laughs> uh, right. The thing about this movie that that to this day blows me away is the cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. Like the underwater stuff that, that they did. That was the one thing that I was, oh, I was, crap.
1: I sat there the whole time, but I was trying to figure out how they filmed it. Like, yeah. I was just like, this is yeah. so it well looks, done. It looks good for yeah. the
0: 1950s. It, exactly. Yeah. Like, it is one of the ones where you watch it now and you still have that moment of, like, how yeah. did they do this? Not like you watch some of the back and then, even the like, makeup oh.
1: for the creature. Like, yeah. even the but makeup no, for the creature was good. really well done. Yeah.
0: And, and I actually, I, there are
1: some movies from the same time period that look nothing oh, like that. I wonder that. if they look
0: different in color. I have not uh, They did a color, I think they colorized a version of it. Um, the, those colorized classics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TCM or yeah. something. I just
1: want to see the fashion and color. Uh, than that, but yeah,
0: like that. so, just like watching this movie again. It is a 1954 monster movie. Yeah. So the monster is pretty slow, and there's a lot of like mm. foot foot is here, hand mm. yeah. is slowly just getting there, barely you know. misses it before she walks or away, or like like one nail touches her ankle. Yeah. yeah. But all of those underwater scenes blow me away. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean,
1: there were some like. The overall, like, script and everything like that was a 1950s horror <laughs> movie. But, like, and there were some scenes where I'm like, that just, that made, why? That made mm-hmm. no sense. Like, I'm still wondering what happened to one of the characters. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just chilling on a bed, like, his entire face wrapped up in gauze. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, like, there's this scene where the creature somehow, Gets even though deck. they're on the second story, no, he's not on deck. He's on the side of the ship, but sticks his hand through a porthole
0: oh, yeah. and is like,
1: like cat pawing at the guy that's (laughs) sitting in bed and the guy has his face wrapped so he can't like Mm, yell out mm, so mm -hmm. he's just like air humping trying to move and right. of course the girl turns around and it's a classic horror movie female scream i will say i actually put oh, yeah. that in my notes classic scream it. like she it's perfect but of course yeah. it was the scream back then
3: mm-hmm. and
1: all, right. all of a sudden like he just like picks up some tool and just like starts <laughs> swatting at the hand <laughs> until it goes out of the window and then he shuts the window like there're just some like s- like cheesy campy scenes in yeah. the movie but overall it was i mean it's an entertaining hour and 15 minutes like i don't regret it by any means okay. but it was is it was just is a classic so worth 19th. the wait. Y- yes, there's no middle ground, so I'll say worth the Perfect. wait. All
0: right. Uh, now, we'll go on to the ones that you recommended to yes. Tim and I. Yes. So Tim and I both saw two movies. Yes, we that did. That recommended. We will start with All About Eve. Uh, I don't remember any of the synopsis for
2: any of these movies. Wow. I okay. don't. I just remember loving that's All why all
1: of, That's why all of his were under
0: 60 seconds. <laughs> I not remember anything. <laughs> I just much. remember
2: enjoying them. Okay. Oh, well, I had a bunch of notes that I left at home, so that's
0: why. Rookie. Oh, um, wow. But I remember enjoying that's why Eve. not only do I take notes on my phone, I take notes on the cloud, I, had, I write like, notes down. I had, like, handwritten notes as I was, like, laying on my couch. Like, ah. uh, okay, so Good. All About
1: Eve. So you, syn- you, you get the synopsis. He's got then.
0: notes. So All About Eve, 1950. Uh, again, shout out to Jess. This is one of her all-time favorites. Oh, she Yay, loves Jess, this Jess, we're going to be best friends. Um, Poor so Eve. So the, the setup for this movie... It takes place. There is a, an older actress, Margot Channing, uh, who is, <laughs> you know, still working, still the talk of the town. Oh, she's the talk of the town. Oh, she is the talk of the town. She but is the town. The more... Who would she be today? Who would that be? Uh,
1: in a positive light, or in, an egg? in yeah. a negative light? Pos- <laughs> in a positive. light. I was saying because we could go with the Kardashian, but
0: no, I mean, in, in a, a positive, positive light? light. In a positive light, an actress. Who she would be the for someone act- who hasn't seen the movie. Who you would say okay. she is? So she is so in the film, she has an actress who is at the top of her game, but is continually playing characters that are younger than her, and that becomes a conflict later in the film. So like Cameron so, Diaz, kind of, yeah. Or uh, Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Demi Moore, who you know is up there, but always is playing a little bit younger, and sometimes it works, sometimes it does not. Yeah. Um, so in this film, Margot Channing is the lead. Uh, she is this talk the town actress, She's the like the the one percent of the one percent, right. which is weird. Again, I grew up in theater. Nobody lives like that. And she I, was living. Like, it was <laughs> li- I was like, yo, <laughs> you are an actress. She's not, a, not and a, a movie a wo- star. And a, you a are a stage actress.
2: actress. And a woman. And it was like, getting paid. Come on. She's beautiful. I guess. She, she, she was, was beautiful. Made she had a little something on the side.
0: Um, possibly. So, but then in comes, in. Uh, <laughs> in comes this young woman, yeah. Eve Harrington, uh, Eve. Uh, who is just fawning. Of a Margot Channing, uh, has seen every performance. And the weird thing about this movie, this is so the 1950, this is back when you had a stalker, you would just invite them over to your house to Absolutely. live with you. Yeah. After this woman be
1: my assistant. Yeah. After but this woman weird.
0: has already said, like, I've seen you every night. She was like, Really? Every night? She was like, every night. Like I'm, like then, I'm <laughs> like, I have three. I have three of your towels. Like I couldn't imagine right? having an obsessed fan who was like, oh well, then come kick it with me. Right. And so she does. She was like She's like, oh well, you must come over. So not only does she come over and hang out with them, and she is all goo goo, and her oh, wow. eyes are huge. She then lives with her, becomes yeah. her assistant, even though she already has a maid. And so the, the maid though crushes it. Yeah. <laughs> the maid in this, because the whole time she is deadpan. She was like, oh well, I guess I don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> <Yeah. Yep>. just <laughs> like pretty good. Like she was great. She kind of drops off a little bit. She kind of gets lost in the second act. Oh, poor Italian friend. Uh I know, right? <laughs> right. He's concerned about the That's buddies who get dropped off. thank think uh, you for caring
1: about the secondary character. Uh, somebody know, has to. Somebody has
0: to. So Eve Harrington then, you know, becomes part of the one percent. Yeah. Which of course is part of this Ooh. thing where she starts to make friends with the playwright, Ooh. who the whole time this playwright and again, this playwright is the one percent. I was like, You have even Lynn Manuel Miranda yeah, I know, right? at the height of everything, he is not living like this. So anyway. So this playwright is like, if only there were ways where an actress could play the part of this 24-year-old woman I that know, I write. Right? And Eve is like, oh, oh, I I could never do that. Oh, yeah. oh, and it was like, Eve. you saw it coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought like, oh, this was about to be smoke like, in the city. Eve is <laughs> the Lex Luthor of the play world. Because she was yeah. like, let me just pull all these little strings. No, she's the little but, finger. Yeah, she's like little oh, finger. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so that was that was incredible. Uh, and the woman who, who played Eve... Uh, of course, was Ann Baxter, who was kind of a classic from back then. Did not recognize her as much as I did Betty mm-hmm. Davis. Um, Betty. Betty Davis is great. Like, she was so good in this. This is one of those movies where I'm
1: so happy with the choices that I gave y'all. Oh, like yeah. I'm so happy.
0: I was like, oh, she's really good in. This. I get why people love Betty Davis. Like, Absolutely, I, was like, I get it. Like, what within the first first like first ten, ten minutes? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is <laughs> she's, she's killing it. This is it. <laughs> and this yeah. is one of those films, just like Casablanca, where it is so iconic. Of just the style of filmmaking back then, the way they're talking, the mono, the inner monologue mm-hmm. that you see, which is like the, some of the old true crime, right. you know.
2: I'll be honest, when it, when it, when so I'm, as I'm watching it, when it, the t- the title card starts at first, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh gosh, here we go. But then, like <laughs> right. once Betty Davis starts, I was like, oh, it's like a it's whole different. different energy to yeah. the film than yeah. I'm used to thinking I'd see in a black and white old movie. Mm-hmm. She brought so much energy, you know, with her how she deliver, how she delivered her lines. How she carried herself. Yep. Like, it was, I get people's attraction to Betty Day. I get it. Now. And it is
0: almost like, I wonder if Stephen King took any uh, cues from this for misery of yeah. Kathy Bates' character who was like, you're yeah. my favorite writer. Come live with me. And you can just, I'll just help you. And you can stay here and mm-hmm. write your book. And he was like, no, I should go. And she was like, no, you should stay. stay. <laughs> you're like. You're going to stay.
3: I've made dinner. So, yeah.
0: What was one of the other things that I found fascinating uh, to bring? I already brought in a Star Trek reference. This is a Star Wars reference. Oh, nice. It basically is the Sith prophecy. Mm-hmm. There's a master and an apprentice. Right. Almost always in the Sith, the apprentice ends up killing, killing the killing master. master. Yeah. So, in this the whole time, I was just enthralled by everything Eve was doing because I was just like, get it. Like I know exactly where you're going to.
1: You're like I see you.
0: Oh, from a hundred miles away. And so did Betty Davis. So mm-hmm. did Margo Channing. She but it's like... also it's mm-hmm. also like what we see in Hollywood, right? Yeah. There's.
2: there's like a hot comic or a hot actor actress, as a mentor who's like the it person and a younger person comes in who's like i'm the better version of you yeah. and they're gonna cast me in these things mm-hmm. and you're just not gonna cast you anymore now, you're, but now that's you're gonna life be playing, in the entertainment industry yeah, now exactly. you're gonna be playing period, someone's yeah. uncle now you're gonna be playing the funny fat friend. The, yeah yeah you're gonna play the old guy you're gonna have a weird cameo where you're funny because people recognize you but yeah. i'm gonna be uh you know number one on the card and it's gonna be me mm-hmm. and that's what you see in this film and it happens
0: Slowly, Slo- that was the thing. About. Is this was that the definition it's, of a slow like burn. single <laughs> white female? Like, but it was really, entertaining the entire. It, it was entertaining yeah, the whole time. time. It was
1: not two thousand one. A space. Um, whatever. Uh, yes. <laughs> whatever.
0: Like Thank you. So Marilyn is Monroe her? is in this for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That woman. So, I mean, if people have not seen a Marilyn Monroe movie or seen video of her, mm-hmm. that you talk about. So Aaron, you talked earlier about you love a woman who is confident in her yeah. body. Marilyn Monroe. She Ooh. is
3: it. Every like, scene, uh,
0: she is just oozing sexuality. You got why everybody up, wanted mm, a piece of Marilyn serious. Monroe. Serious. And just seeing, and she was in the movie for seriously five minutes in like four different scenes. But you remember. Do you get why the president was like, I'm getting mm-hmm. some man? Because I'm even president. Because I can. Because I'm the president. There was a scene where they're on <laughs> the steps at some party and a guy comes over and he was like, Oh, do you want anything? And like, just the way she turns her right? head, the way she looks at him, you were like, That woman knew she could get Anything. anything like anything she wanted. My so. neighbors
3: really
1: noisy. Can you make him stop?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So Absolutely. I didn't get groceries yeah. this
1: morning. Mind swinging by the store? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh the humor in this one of my favorite scenes was they're in the car uh heading towards kind of one of the climactic moments where they're not going to make it to the performance. Yeah. And uh what is her name? Uh Karen. She was like, "What time is it?" And he was like, "It's 5:42." A minute ago when you asked, it was 5.41. <laughs> a minute from now, it's going to be 5.43. <laughs> it's like, pretty good. Like, everybody worked in this yeah. film. It was just, it was compelling. Uh, the pet, like, Queen Petty in oh, this film by multiple, all people. <laughs> multiple people. All yeah. of it. it was like, want to work in entertainment? Seems like <laughs> Cutthroat. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. this 100% w- was worth the wait. I yes. feel... So guilty for never seeing yeah, this before. I was like,
2: oh, okay, I get it. I get why people love this movie, and they love. I, I get it. Yeah, it was, and I, I think it's, I got it immediately.
0: Yeah, exactly. Immediately. Yeah. Right oh, after the God. title card, yep. and when people started talking, just Betty Davis, that the way that, like, back and forth. was just yeah. smoldering at the camera, mm-hmm. and I'm just like,
1: everybody just, gives face in this movie. Yeah. Everybody gives yeah. face, and all the women give body, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that body, yadi yada. like. Yeah.
0: It, it was I'm it was incredible. Definitely, I miss the
1: days when they loved women with fuller figures.
2: I still do. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean on. like
1: on this on screen. Like um. you don't see very. It, we're getting yeah. better, but you don't uh, see very many. I check, should say please, average yeah. average bodied women. Oh, we were on just the talking about a video earlier. On
2: our group text. <laughs>
0: Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, so for me, hundred percent worth the wait, we were, Tim. 100 percent. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I'd watch it again I'm one for one this is oh for sure this is the movie where, where I'm gonna watch it again yeah. uh, okay now on to a movie that Tim recommended yes to Aaron uh, the first film well, two, movies, to that two movies. movies well this one actually we will just go one on one because now we're actually almost oh, okay. not a lot of notes uh, so
3: well they
1: each have about three points
0: okay. this movie Chasing Amy by the fantastic director Kevin Smith shout Kevin out to Smith. him I'm I a huge love Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith. fan okay. and when uh, they both
1: walked on I was like ah
0: <laughs> yeah. so chasing amy take it away
1: uh chasing amy is the story of comic book artist that falls for another comic book art are they, is it graphic no, no they're comic, comic book books. Yeah. Comic, yeah. comic book artist uh falls for another comic book artist turns out oops she's a lesbian um realize they have such a great connection oops isn't oops i fell for a lesbian yeah. uh realized they have such a great connection that she's like oh Actually, no, I really totally like this guy. I'm down. Um, causes a bunch of tension mm-hmm. in between him and his business partner. Mm-hmm. Um, relationship trouble ensues on all fronts and resolution at end.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great performances. Uh, Jason Lee. So for those, Jason people, Lee. For Jason those people who do Lee. not know. Unibrow. Jason movie, Lee. Come on. When he did this movie, he, he had already retired from oh, really? being a professional skateboarder. Yeah, like he was a like big Special, big, big deal skateboarder. professional skateboarder had retired and he was like, eh. uh, I guess I'll <laughs> act. And Kevin Smith has talked about this a bunch of times on various podcasts, but he was just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna try out for for a movie. Let me just see what I what I can do. Kevin Smith immediately kind of just it worked with this character. Oh, it works perfectly. That's, that's perfect. And then Jason Lee became an actor after this, yeah, and is now incredibly popular. Done, does a ton, a ton of, of movies. Different stuff, yeah. After and this is his second career. Not often no at the age deal. of like 25. Broke all the bones in my body, but yeah. I guess I'll try this. Yeah. Um, but what did you think of the dynamic between two... Actors, I mean, there are some incredibly well-known actors. In there this. is the
1: crew was in it. The crew, like Matt Damon, yeah. had a cameo. Yeah. Casey Affleck had a cameo in the beginning. Like it, the crew was in it. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was great to see everybody again. I was like, oh, Dogma, like
0: pretty much. It's, yeah. Like I was waiting <laughs> for Alan
1: Rickman just to like creep out of right. that. Oh, rest in peace. I love you. But like it was the act, like the actors that they chose. It was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, script wise, script was brilliant. Um, I love love the uh, their homosexual black friend that has to oh. put on a front <laughs> to be so like good. black Nubian. power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the best part of the film. I love
2: it. That's kind of partially why I was like she needs like, to watch this Like
1: he's he's my favorite. He's so good. Uh, he was he was Those clips brilliant. are great. They are so good. Like, you can just
2: watch them. Like, and he's like, 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 mm-hmm.
1: like when that little kid's like will you sign my comic book?
2: <laughs> and he's like
1: you see that white man right there? And the kid's like yeah. He goes that's the devil. <laughs>
2: like, it's just so good. He's so over the top. It's so yeah. great. Uh, oh, and then he
1: introduced Introduces them to Alyssa, mm-hmm. um, and Alyssa's the lesbian that essentially, like, Ben Ben Affleck uh, can't get out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Like, he essentially, like, is just enthralled by her and just drawn to her, and he doesn't know why, mm-hmm. um, even though he knows that she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of ignorant comments and questions are made, but yeah. I think they're made specifically and purposefully to draw a conclusion of what, like, the idea of, like masculinity is yeah. to a lot of men. And mm-hmm. so I thought it was very poignant for Kevin to to write it that way. Um, Essentially stating that, like, unless you have sex with a man and a penis, you have not lost your virginity.
0: Mm-hmm. And so,
1: like, there were just, like, a lot of comments like that that were cringeworthy, but it's a good cringeworthy, if that because makes again, sense.
0: When it is cringeworthy and it makes sense within the context of yeah, the film... Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, like like, there was a lot of learning for him and everything like that, but... I loved Alyssa's character. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved her character. The dimensions that Kevin gave her and like whenever Ben confesses his love for her in the pouring rain and she literally like reads him his rights. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, I'm like, so I have to feel bad because you developed this crush full well knowing that I am a lesbian Mm -hmm. and that I can't just flip a switch and all of a sudden, be ready for you because that's what you want. Like, it's not – it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And then it kind of made me mad because she was like, oh, wait, it does work like that. Okay, I love you. But the speech that she gave was mm-hmm. so, so important. And I wish that people could could watch this movie. Like, I wish this was, like, required, like, sex or health studies a yeah. movie to watch just yeah. because – Like those stupid questions, like which is why like abstinence only education does not work. It's scientifically proven; it doesn't work.
0: Look at Texas. But like
1: it's it's one of those things where those questions may seem like dumb questions to us who went through proper sex ed or Mm -hmm. have educated ourselves now as adults. Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact that some of those questions are questions that I had as a kid that I was like, I don't get it. Like I'm still learning at 27 years old the millions of intricacies that can happen with intimacy, and it's like this movie. It showed a lot about the human condition that mm-hmm. I really liked, and it was empowering for females, especially the way that she ends it, for because sure. <laughs> that scene was very confusing. Like, And I felt like there still wasn't a full resolution between him and his roommate slash business partner, mm-hmm. but... I, I get I get the contextual uh, placement that he put there, but essentially, like Ben Affleck is s- like seemingly selfish again in this relationship, and is like the only way that all of us are not going to have tension between the three of us is if we have a three way. So let's do it, and he just assumes that she'd be okay with it because yeah, mm-hmm. she's had a three way in the past. Like mm-hmm. it was just very selfish, and it was it oh, was one hundred percent like it was, yeah. but it was a very great depiction of what toxic masculinity looks like and i yeah. thought that it was a, even though that it was before the time where we had phrases like toxic masculinity mm-hmm. like it was really well done. The mm. script was very well written. I love that Silent Bob gives this monologue about why <laughs> the movie is called Chasing Amy, is because mm-hmm. he fell in love with this woman and he's been chasing her ever since because he realized that he was the small person in the relationship and because he was insecure, he made her feel terrible about her past decisions. Yes. His whole monologue in that moment was so, so good. Like That was actually my favorite part about the whole movie was okay. that monologue. Um and that is something that... And Jay that... is just Jay. <laughs> Jay's, yeah. Jay's just there hitting on the waitress the whole time. Yeah.
0: And it is something that Kevin Smith does exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. He That was an experience he went through in real life. Okay. He fell for a woman. She was a lesbian. This movie was him processing his reaction. Interesting. And his emotional state. So yeah, he has talked about that for years. And it was like yeah the the reason that people are like this just feels so real and authentic and he was like yeah because it was yeah <laughs> so i okay. thought
1: it was really well done um like i said the only thing i like the small criticism that i would have is i still don't really get what happened between him and the roommate
0: banky yeah. like that's yeah. that's
1: really the only thing that like really wasn't like and they had this moment at the comic con at the end where like they're looking at each other and like thumbs up in because they don't work together anymore. So Ben's like, I like your new comic. Like it's great. Thumbs up. And then they like they do these hand gestures yeah. toward one another with gaps and then crossed fingers and then points. And then they both man head nod at each other and that's the end of their conversation.
0: That's guys for you yeah unfortunately no i, mean, going, I going, get going it but i that. was like
1: nobody like the the hand gestures aren't explained and nobody yeah. really knows like oh so did you two just do it and then not become <laughs> friends afterward? like i don't yeah was that how that i don't know are you over it are you good right and then like he makes the comic called chasing amy mm-hmm. and gives it to Alyssa and is like this is for you but like you should read that and then we should totally hang out sometime yeah. I can mm-hmm. do a three way with my ex roommate. Like
0: it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, but smooth's all about three ways. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Uh Bluntman and Chronic, the the yeah. comic book in there. Uh, I actually have over there. Of course you do. If you, you, you want to read it. Uh with artwork, I gotta shout him out again. Uh by a really good friend or not really good friend, really good guy. I uh, we used to hang out Mike Allred, mm-hmm. uh fantastic artist. Um, yeah, people should go check out his art. So, chasing Amy, the first recommendation worth the wait.
1: hundred percent. I loved nice. it. I absolutely loved it.
0: I like it. You're welcome. Uh, the next one, again, that Tim and I are going to talk about yes. is Erin's recommendation. Her second recommendation to us: Meet me in mm, Saint, meet Saint Louis. Meet me in Saint Louis. Blame, uh, blame, I had never
2: blame,
1: Wait, why
0: did you recommend this?
1: Honestly, I really don't know. Um, no, I, okay. and, I, and I say that because, <laughs> I know, I because there are a million movies that I could have recommended to you right. guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you and I have talked about our love of musicals. Um, you and I haven't really talked about it, so I didn't know how you felt about musicals. This is Classic Judy um, and Love Me Some Judy. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I just, I, I, I literally, I, I had a batch of musicals that I was going to choose from, and this is the one I settled on.
0: Okay. And oddly and enough. And neither of you had seen like, it, yeah, so it totally worked. Never seen yeah. it. Oddly enough, this is one, and because again, Around this same time, this uh, period of musicals is when you had some ones that maybe are not the most critically acclaimed. Uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers yeah. comes to mind, Carnival comes to mind. Do you
1: like her? I know. I'm thinking, like, anytime somebody talks about Carnival, I think Carousel. And I'm like, oh, car- sorry. Yeah, carousel. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's just like, so it's it the that world's same... most depressing
0: musical. It is. <laughs> rough. We did
1: that in my Christian high school. What?
0: What? How us. they
1: got away with it, I still don't know.
0: Carousel was brutal. But yeah, so it was around that same time period. So with this one, yeah, I, uh, how this was a blind spot for me when I grew up singing from it. Right. Ding, ding. Yeah, that's it, just, the thing. Yeah. You know,
2: as I was watching, I was like, yo, I know a lot of mm-hmm. these songs. Mm-hmm. I'm not even like a huge musical nerd. But you don't know where they like come you guys. from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I didn't know where they came from. But I'm I'm fully aware of the songs, so... That was my big takeaway. It was like yeah. I know these songs, and I, I like these songs. So there's I also a,
1: another reference to Will and Grace in that because she has, really? well, she has a pill, like Karen has a pill bottle and she shakes it and she's like, clang, clang, clang with the trolley. Wow, she's wow. literally just like shaking a bottle of pills.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, so Tim, if you remember the synopsis, I do not remember the synopsis. Oh I just
2: remember liking the movie, loving the songs, thought the performances were great, useless, enjoyed.
0: Um...
1: Well, let him give the synopsis first and then tell us the I mean.
0: okay, yeah. So this takes place over the course of about a year, uh, 1903. Uh, <laughs> 1903. Aaron is fanning I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a little
1: bit warm in here.
0: It gets warm in the studio. If anybody listening has an idea of how to keep recording studios cool, it is a problem that every recording studio has yep. because you cannot really throw in a fan or air conditioning. Yeah. Anyway, throw me some suggestions. I did actually think about you. I was going to get, you know, those little like uh, Mr. Fans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have ones where you put ice cubes in it. I was mm-hmm. going to put it under the table on your feet because I thought that actually might... Because
1: my feet are actually the only part of me that's cold right now. Yeah. I'm anyway. a woman. Like you said, I'm always cold. I'm, always one part cold. of me is... Cold and
0: dead inside. There's nothing you can do about it. it says yeah.
1: the man who didn't feel anything watching Titanic. Nothing.
0: I felt something when the old couple... You felt Your cold heart sank the ship, just so you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It ran uh, into it, your It chest. would have sunk it faster if that were the case. Took 45 minutes to sink a ship. Anyway, so... It's a slow burn. Uh, meet me in St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> takes place over, over essentially kind of one one year in 1903. Uh, takes place around this family um, where the dad is a, is a lawyer, bunch of daughters, one it's son. Many daughters. And, <laughs> I was like, what is this? And one son. He was just trying to get a son sometimes. <laughs> just the, keep trying. Just
1: keep going. The son
0: pops up randomly <laughs> throughout this movie. And I was like, why are there so much yeah. focus on the girls? And like the guys in it. Because like,
1: there are a ton of them and one, the of, one him. of them, I
0: guess. Yeah. So uh, the story builds and towards Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to another listener, uh, my friend Kristen, who this is her favorite Christmas movie. What? Where she just wants to like, this is the one where she just, yeah, this, this makes her feel I guess. I, 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 I guess. I can see watching around Christmas. I mean, because yeah. this, this builds up towards Christmas. Like 27 days until Christmas. Yeah. Like from what? the beginning, it starts to be a thing. Uh, Aaron loves Christmas. I'm no noticing she loves that right movie. now. Um, and then you know there is there's drama. There's some drama. The Judy Garland is just thirsty Sad and wants wants to get a man real I bad. Because at this she time, like, she wants. This 19, she thirsty. This is 1903. She was like, <laughs> I'm an old I'm a, maid. I'm almost, <laughs> I'm almost 20. I need to get a man now.
1: Yeah. I'm 14. Gosh, but I'm also yeah, thinking about
0: 1903,
2: right? What the way they looked at women who aren't married. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So there's like this pressure like lepers, to be yeah. like. You better mm-hmm. if you're not married, something's wrong with if you. If you're a so burden you, to your
1: parents at that exactly. point, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: literally the, the term burden. So uh, I'm trying to unburden her parents, I get it, I get the pressure. Yeah, this movie had so much Vaseline on the camera. <laughs> there is a there's a yeah. term, and I it, uh, not bokeh, that is a different camera term, but it basically is just when there is that Vaseline look over mm-hmm. the camera where everything is just kind of smooth. Mm-hmm. There's ten pounds of Vaseline and a five pound camera. Right. <laughs> Whenever Judy Garland has a close up. It is just this soft it, yeah. soft yeah. milky color. The whole it film is, is just... soft. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Judy Garland is, is the star. Her voice mm. is immaculate. Uh she looks incredible. My my issues with oh, this film. Uh oh. The youngest two daughters okay. are in a different movie and they're in a <laughs> horror movie because they are demons. Bleah. Like I maybe it is nineteen oh three humor. Yeah. But seriously, the obsession with death and murder and killing things that these young girls, like ten years, ten years old, they're like, I can't wait to kill my kill this neighbor and I'm gonna stab him in the eyes. And it was like, what is happening?
1: Oh, darling, Does right? Just go no play outside. And you? the mom
0: was just like, Oh, that's cute. And like the Halloween when they have a bonfire in this like upper crust part of town, they have bonfire in the middle. They want they're not trick or treating. They're throwing flour on the people. That's right. But that. Murders, then yeah, and they're like, You can't handle him all by yourself. He has a nasty out. She was like, I'm gonna kill him by myself. And I was like, What is happening? Like, <laughs> I seriously feel like if you were to cut out just those parts, you could it make would be a horror movie. movie. Yeah. They show up later into The Shining. In the <laughs> seriously, this <laughs> is to the film pre- in the hallway. Uh, I at, at one some point, point, should watch that. No, nah, you not gonna make it. Uh, but sidebar for
1: listeners, they took me to Annabelle and it didn't you go but you survived well. i well i'm here aren't i yeah you're it was, welcome it was hilarious I didn't sleep too well that night my um, throat hurt the next day from screaming
2: that oh yeah, I, remind
0: you, I have a creepy doll for you Oof. i'm gonna punch you in the face <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so it just revolved around this family at one point there is talk of them moving to new york which of course throws the family for a loop because Ugh, the girls just want yeah. to get married and stay in, stay in st louis the world's fair is going to be there the world's fair was the that's a big that it. That the, big it's de- the big deal. That was a big, big deal. Nineteen oh three. I mean, I think that was the yeah. first year and city that they ever did a World's Fair. Oh, yeah, because it ended up going obviously around the country in different cities. We had one here, um, but yeah, so that was a big deal. And they're like, we don't want to move to New York, blah but blah. And at them. one point, well, another thing that bothered me: these people have a ton of money, mm-hmm. tons yeah. of money, and they're like, but if we move to New York, we're just going to live in a shack, blah blah. And I was like. Your dad it's is still going to be living the head right? really <laughs> there versus St. Louis. But he's going to be, like, a senior partner at some law firm shack. in New York City. Check. live in a shack. And they're like, and this It'll one also... going to be a studio apartment. Right. This one also had a maid, and she was like, well, get used to living in a tenement." Yeah, building. Yeah. But, but also like, the
2: perception what? of, like, small-town living and living in New York mm-hmm. was always right. It, it just right. feeds that perception. Like, going to New York, oh, you're spending big money. It's big city, I'm going well, yeah, to yeah. get lost. Yeah, I'm going to get lost and... Everything is super, like, eight times more expensive than what it is in St. Louis. I get it. I mean,
1: it is here in Seattle.
2: I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't, the, the, the story, the narrative was like, what, it was whatever. Yeah. I, I just really enjoyed the music. If I could just have watched just the music, I would have been fine. I didn't care about the story. Yeah. If you just if you just said, hey, here are all the musical scenes, I'd be like, oh, this is fun. hmm I don't need anything, any context around anything that's happening. Just watch them dance around and sing. <laughs>
0: that's it what is funny is as i'm going through my notes uh i have halloween bonfire question mark demon spawn is this the 1903 version of the purge (laughs) yeah um and just the whole family was kind of crazy but yeah so i I kind of agree that the musical parts stood up by themselves yeah and they were great uh there's some great family moments like very sound of music you know von trap family uh which just made me feel wall warm inside that's my ish. You know, uh, you know that's my bread and butter, so. Same. And so, like, those worked. It was also, like, I guess this was one of those hard ones for me to see it as a classic movie. There were classic moments, and there were incredibly classic songs.
1: I guess for me, it's, think, like, it's a classic musical, yeah, not a, a classic, classic
0: movie. I think the I think the, mu- okay. the music- But I can't
1: say, here, I found you tickets to this showing of Meet Me in St. Louis right. I think in music- Chicago. Fly out and go see it. <laughs> right.
0: I think the music makes it classic. Yeah. And the proposals in this were super weird. At one point, the guy who, of course, just says, take charge. He was like, I love you. That's final. We're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> and then storms off. Peace out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Throw over my shoulder. Like, what is going on right Basically, now? Basically, and she was like, oh.
2: Uh. <laughs> was like, I guess I've been doing this dating thing all wrong. I got to start. Gotta I, I recalcul- guess so. Recalculate. But then, like, we- Me, try- you, we're going on a date. <laughs>
0: just
1: now. grunt, actually. It's just, just say it in grunts. <laughs> for, that's all we need. Final. And it's just like the Jesus,
0: whole- <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, that was, was kind of weird. It was- it, 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 it was, it was uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. It was just odd,
1: and it's, you just had like a furrowed brow at it. You're right, just like, and, the,
0: and the whole time they're talking about these proposals, yeah. we never got the big payoff <laughs> of like some big no. proposal. No. Just yeah, like,
1: lavish proposal. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, never happens. So, I, and I was fine with that. It was okay. Yeah,
1: I don't think it pulled from the movie without having it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Tim, too late or worth the wait?
2: Worth worth the wait. For the music alone, this is worth the wait. If you're okay. into musicals, and, and even if you're not, I think watching it will remind you. You'll you'll know the songs. You'll notice them. Those moments are fun enough. The other parts are bizarre enough to keep it interesting. I was never bored watching it. I was like, oh, this is
0: super weird. This, this is paced like a movie from then. That yeah. it's going to have some musical elements. It's like, super
2: weird. It's a super weird story,
0: but whatever. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, for me, again, as a movie, it was not fantastic. Right. As a musical, it set it set a lot of groundwork. Great songs, great performances. Judy Garland, I mean, yeah, is just yeah. fantastic. Yeah, Julie well, Garland. Yeah, she's great. It right. was worth the wait. Yeah.
1: Yes, I'm two for two.
0: Yeah. Uh Shabuya. so the movie that I saved for last. <laughs> this I like to say the best for last. This is a movie the that the Tim recommended yeah. to Aaron. It is a fantastic or it is a uh historic John Carpenter movie. The Thing. Nineteen eighty two? I believe oh, so. We looked it up last time. <laughs> So the thing set up the thing for us, Aaron.
1: Um, the thing <laughs> yes. takes place in Antarctica uh-huh. on a scientific outpost eighty-two. Outpost eighty-two scientific research base.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the movie starts with a dog that makes its way into camp, uh, being shot at by another scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, who don't speak English. Story, story unfolds. Essentially, they realize the dog's an alien that can take over the form of other creatures, mm-hmm. other yes. beings. Other, yeah. Yes. Um, and it's them figuring out who it's already taken over, who they can trust. It's, it's, you know, it's the classic of, are you you or are you you in a like, skin
2: suit? Mm-hmm. That sounds like my last date.
1: <laughs> you are doing the dating thing wrong
2: then. Yeah, I was like, I was
1: like 100%. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's the quickest way to...
0: Tim, Tim, take take this one away. What did you enjoy about this
2: film? <laughs>
1: um, Kurt Russell.
2: Kurt Russell, okay. the man. Yeah. yeah, Macready.
1: Um, the. Uh my honestly like the part that i was like that was really smart is the moment where he talks about testing the blood yes, yes. i thought that was like a really mm-hmm. good light bulb actual like scientific based yep. decision and most of these movies i get really mad because i'm like i'm always like that's not how science works like All i'm right. sorry you can't do that um so i really enjoyed that moment um
2: oh you have some notes what did I your notes know. say
1: uh, well the my first note says wtf with three question marks oh uh, mm-hmm. then uh Ultimately, the dog
2: transformation valid. scene
1: the and Oof. it that so all, all of the transformation scenes were uh like especially the one with the dogs because a lot of it just didn't go anywhere like there wasn't a resolution from it and then hmm. like they talk about how like if you're alone with the being yes Based off of the notes in another language that none of them speak, Mm -hmm. they somehow gather that if you're alone with the being is when it can take over your form.
2: No. Well, that's
1: what they said in the very beginning. That's what they said in the very beginning, because then the doctor asked that one guy, how long were you alone in the room with the dog? Mm -hmm. So, like, right after he starts testing the cells, he was like, you have to be alone, like, in the dark or whatever. No, the soul
2: is still alive. And then they catch the thing trying to turn Binnings into the alien. And then that's when they realize... Who, who, who's been alone? Who's been alone with that's, the That's from that conversation. Comes and that guy up. that, that just loves the dogs Bennings, oh so much. They're, they're saying that thing, he's like, oh, that thing's because Windows like that thing it was, it was Bennings outside. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how they realize it's it's mimicking. It's, it's mimicking and taking, and taking over the form. Because I've seen the movie a thousand times.
1: But the doctor guy that has Crazy a mental doctor. breakdown and just starts destroying stuff. Like
2: he tries to shoot him.
1: Yeah, he no, he he does shoot he someone. Does. Yeah. He shoots yeah. someone in the leg and like they come at him with a table and he's got an axe, like a fire axe and he's just destroying all the computers mm-hmm. everything and then all of a sudden he gets that sad kid like that nobody wants to play at the playground with and he's like i'm fine can i come back inside yeah. now um but i mean keep your eye on fuchs it was yeah he's mm-hmm. like he's like watch this person watch him but um watch fuchs. i mean the effects
2: i'm gonna throw something at you this is
1: I would I don't watch very many movies from the eighties that are science fiction. Okay. So I will preface this for I believe that at that time that was well done. Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No nothing has been thrown at me yet. <laughs> However,
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the rat dog face thing that was like a mutated ferret that was somehow present in all the forms, I kept thinking, I'm like, okay, is this the alien's original shape? Or is it like still trying to change it to a dog, but like Mm -hmm. not... But even when that part was gone, like the dog was no longer part of the process, that rat-faced terrier thing kept creeping out.
2: Because it mutates from different animals.
1: Yeah, but it was no longer a dog. It so It still like, has the DNA. But my thing mm-hmm. was like, so is it all one thing yes. or is it like mul- – because it felt like it was like multiple things going on with – because like even that moment where they're testing the blood and the head falls off it and takes, grows like legs spider. and then Ugh. starts crawling away yeah. and he burns it, right? Yeah.
0: Which is one of the greatest moments. In a sci-fi film, somebody sees a problem and immediately Takes is like, care of it. this is Done. what we need to do right now. Torch well, it. and
1: they didn't see it for a second. Like, like they're watching the, the body burn. And yeah. then, like, you just see it creep out the corner. But you see those two other guys that are like, "Um, <laughs> yeah. somebody want to do something about that? And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I got this. Um Meanwhile, it like ate the head off of that other guy, or like took his arms off. No, um, when he when he tested the blood, Mm. and he immediately like jumped up in his chair or whatever, and and everybody's tied to him, and they're like, "Cut me off!"
2: Windows got it. (laughs) Windows got it pretty bad because Windows flamethrower didn't work.
1: Yeah, and he because he dropped it.
2: No, he just it wouldn't start.
1: Well, so I thought Kurt Russell's wouldn't start because he dropped it after the guy oh, yeah, jumped. Yeah, Kurt Russell up. wasn't
2: starting, and Windows was like,
1: yeah, he like panicked whenever else? the guy was like yeah. growing near him, and then so he like sticks him upside down in his mouth,
2: and then he starts transforming. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. he tries to
1: take over his form before what Macready yeah, torches in. him, yeah. um, and then like the ending for me, I was just like, so you're outside just drinking while your entire home burns to the ground. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the ending.
2: Mm-hmm. So I was going. I was going to bring up the ending. Also, okay. Can I talk? Yeah, no, about my favorite sequence. Mm-hmm. My favorite mm-hmm. sequence mm-hmm. is when, when they're outside and they're and and McCready gives that speech about how you guys all aren't aliens. If you were, I'd be dead by now. Yeah. So clearly, some of you guys are still human. Um, so he sends everyone back inside, and then he says he grabs the other guy Says we're going to go up to my place because mm-hmm. I turned the light, light, light on. on. Yeah. So then he comes back. He's like, "It's McCready. He's one of those things. I found this shredded, and so then they're all ready to kill McCready." Without any other provocation, yeah. Like, he's a mm-hmm. dead man. So he breaks in and... He's like a dynamite. He's get, yeah, but we don't know what he's getting. But he's oh. getting bunch of stuff together. And we can hear him in another room. And Childs, played by uh, Keith David, the immortal Keith David, is mm-hmm. breaking down the door with an axe. And Windows says, well, Childs, what if we're wrong about him? And Childs says, well, then we're wrong. Yep. that To me, that's the film. Like, even if I'm wrong if you're an alien... One less person it could he, be. Because McCready shoots that guy. <laughs> and yeah, like, You're Ma- wrong McCready about shoots he,
1: that guy in the head, and he he's like, shrugs. so he was human.
2: He just shrugs it off.
1: And he's just like...
2: <laughs> oh, well, like... It is hey, what it is, it yeah. It is I'm trying to survive out yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that's the film. Yeah, like, I would agree. they... He didn't care that he was wrong because the other there guy
1: was, was like so you're a murderer now and he's, he's just like, like yeah next am, blood sample yeah. like <laughs> do,
0: sample? do you see where we are and yeah. what is going on and my stuck.
1: thing was like if you don't hit one of those alien blood samples <laughs> but, but, this is not gonna be worth
2: it even when mccree's like splitting them up and they're like windows are gonna go with him he's like i'm not going i'm not going with windows and it's that that weird tension like yeah. he has no reason but he's just like i don't trust him i'm not going with windows i'm not mm-hmm. going with him it's poor that windows. sort of just and poor windows. It's that distrust that they have for one another that sort who of which just
1: creeps in. It's that thought in the back of your brain. You, yeah, I
2: don't, I don't trust you. I don't know who you are. You could be one of those things. And that's what happens. Like, oh, he's one of those things. We're just going to kill him. To me, that's the best part of the film. Yeah. Um. But the ending, however, mm-hmm. isn't. For years, I thought it was like, oh, they just hung out outside. But then there was this video clip that sort of covered when the when when these people are when we realize they're aliens. Like it's the light in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like how their eyes are lighted.
1: So that's the weird that was the weird thing. So like I was gonna talk about the cover art for the film. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it looks like a man in a spacesuit yes. with like a light beams beam of out death. of his yes. his face. But you never see that in the film. Okay, so
2: when you so the video, I'll send you the video. But yeah. like it talks about how all the their eyes are lighted. So at the end you see, uh one of the character's eyes is lighted differently and you're like oh I'll have to watch mm-hmm. it again like yeah. cuz they're they're apart and the that... big monster thing sequence at the end Yeah. they're apart and they come together the place is clearly burning down yeah and the thing like you said the thing just wants to stay out here and freeze and then wait for someone else to come yeah um, and I that's love... how they found
1: which it which made so. which made sense with the big sense. squares that they kept finding in the ground as mm-hmm. people just kept discovering them which made sense but like yeah. i just i guess for me it's like it still doesn't make sense if there was only one why because it kept like the way i guess my brain sees it is If you destroyed one, but the head cropped off and fell into another one, then all that tells me is that there could be pieces of this one thing everywhere Mm -hmm. that have essentially just grown new parts and found other things to assimilate to. Mm -hmm. So if a piece can already break off and create its own form before, well, in this case, it got torched, but it easily could have just taken over another form. To me, that just tells me that there are just pieces of it everywhere. But
2: how do we know the piece didn't already do that? How do we know that didn't? Because the way the film's cut, like you don't, it's just like they cut to it, and now it's been X amount of time, and now these people are around, so we don't know. It could have been like cut off and took over some other form. Of, well, no, so that's what person. I'm saying.
1: So like I would assume, like even if there's one central thing, like right. that the all the pieces of it that could have easily taken over somebody else's form uh-huh. have. So there's, but in result, like there's multiple things that all came from yes. one thing. But in my mind, I'm like, there's no way that. Like, there's only just one that's just bouncing right. from body yeah, to body yeah. at this point. There's,
2: there's multiple of them around. Okay. Yeah. People have and then hurt. it's, like,
1: huge at the very end. Whenever mm-hmm. it, like, grows, like, blows up the ground and, like, humongous. pulls that thing in the detonator yeah. into the ground. He's like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's huge at that point. So I'm like, okay, you went from.
2: And it was building a ship.
1: It was building a ship? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. When they get downstairs, it's a ship that's Oh, about.
1: that's right. Yes. Okay. But I guess for me.
2: That's where the helicopter parts go.
1: Yeah, apart. that's why like because he, he took apart the helicopter and the tractor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before crazy doctor had a mental breakdown and started destroying Expansion everything. <laughs> yeah. Um I loved the the chess computer game. Oh at yeah. At the very <laughs> beginning. And they also have that same game in 2001 a space odyssey. Mm-hmm, right. Um No, I mean it was it was entertaining. It was I would say it's like a classic action horror movie, I guess. Okay. Um
2: Did you jump at all? Any jump scares? No. Good. I'm glad you, no, no you
1: survived. Because for for me it was kind of a cheesy horror movie. Like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't
0: Did it have you at least were you
1: I was entertained.
0: Okay. Yeah. Was it suspenseful? Were you kind of tight at all? Or no. is it just interesting. Okay. Like I,
1: I watched it. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, is Kurt Russell gonna die? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. mm. He wasn't He's ready. great in that. He wasn't many. But uh <laughs> no, great. I loved his character in he's it great. he mm-hmm. was just drunk and tired the whole time. It was great. I'm and pretty sure they were literally like Kurt just show up. Yeah,
2: he's the central character who like these people don't know what's happening to them. Yeah. Like no one. But knows they all wrong. trust him. Yeah. They all trust him.
1: And no, so I mean I thought it was entertaining. Um that this was actually probably the one movie that I was like, there's no middle for me. Because I was like, you know, like I can see why it would be a classic film. I know mm-hmm. why. I, I know you enough to know why you love it.
2: I'm so mad. Right
1: but now. like, but I wasn't like over the moon for it. So I'm like, I wouldn't like go out and watch it all the time. So for me, I would say worth the wait.
0: Oh,
3: okay.
1: Because I I definitely think it was way. I had a much more positive response to it than a negative response. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it's something that I would like tell my kids like you're going to grow up watching the thing.
2: Oh, my kids are watching. Okay. The I I I'd assume <laughs> that. Two, two years old. They're watching the thing. Okay. story. About You're the probably
1: going to tell your children that they are the thing. There is, there
2: is a there is a 2011 version that's really terrible. Real, bad. I know. I chose this, the original. Except for this one good scene in that, where they're at the bar, where I
0: barely remember that movie.
2: That's it was the thing, so bad. all having like sort of, they all know what's going on. They're all trying to sort of come together, and it sort of comes out of one person, and they have this big melee. Yeah, hmm. that's it. Okay, fair enough. It's, yeah, it's a dumb movie. Can I try to explain what happened at the other outpost mm-hmm. in this remake reboot? prequel and they try to explain what happened so it's dumb yeah don't watch it nice
0: cool so
1: send me that video though
0: i'll send you the video yeah yeah uh so i think so far this this is a big success yes uh You're Aaron, two for two Aaron's, yeah two for Aaron's two. total so she had six worth the weights the only two too late 2001 a space odyssey yeah and the graduate uh tim was three and one three worth the weights the only too late was Oliver Twist. <laughs> got it, and that's Oliver. fine. Uh
1: and, <laughs> you got it.
0: <laughs> right. And I was also three for one. My only too late was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I hate that film. Sorry, Jessica. I just I, I hated that movie. I barely made it through. Wow. Like I it I on, guess, I guess. Yeah, the humor. Yeah, you're right.
1: Especially when you're that uncomfortable, it's hard to push yeah. through. Yeah. And it was on
0: Netflix and I was like washing dishes at one point, so I paused it, got back to it. Um Okay. Yeah. I, had to, I
1: took. I told you. I took my Chipotle break in the middle of 2001: A Space Odyssey. I was like, you know what? I need. I need a little pick me up. Cinematic <laughs> Drop ambient. the street.
0: Yeah, it's a sleepy one. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you both for for doing this experiment. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Um, I may this may or may not be the first. Uh, or this may or may not be the only time we do something like this. I I think yeah. that uh, we'll give Aaron. Well, I less was like, like, let's
1: see. I was like, we all know I have a ton of
0: we'll movies that I have movies, to see because so. she still needs to watch Die Hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the Matrix and the Godfather. And the Matrix and the Godfather. Sure. Okay. So maybe, maybe I can do like the series movies that you guys want
2: me to watch. Okay.
1: Because like the only reason why we didn't include any of those movies in this mm-hmm, list was could... because they're all multiples. Right. Like they're. You know, several I, will, movies. I will watch
2: them too. We'll, we'll, that way I'm all caught up. Yeah. Which ones? The ones you need to watch. Okay. Do yeah.
1: I have to watch all the Die Hard's? Uh,
0: uh, no. One, the last two, two. Yeah, the last two are... Well, watch, there's like five Watch now. one and... Exactly. Okay. Watch one, one and, and two?
1: And three. Like Godfather? Three, three is all right. is okay. fine. Godfather, one, I know I just one and two. One and two. Matrix? The Matrix
0: one.
2: Mm, that don't... Don't... One. Mm. One. One with the Matrix. Do not mm. need
0: to. We will three. see. But that will be for another... Okay. That, will, that will be for a different <laughs> episode. <laughs> one with the Matrix. Um,
1: Maybe I'll just love it so much I'll want to watch the next yeah, episode. Yeah,
0: you will. And you'll be like, what is this crap? I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> very well <laughs> Uh so that is that has been this episode of Too Late or Worth The Wait Part Two. Uh on next week's episode uh I'm going to be joined by Damian Randall once again of the Curly Nerd Podcast what? and also of From Houston with Love. Uh we will be talking about two new shows. Uh The Tick on Amazon and also The Defenders which yes. drops on Netflix which I just already dropped La- yeah this morning. I've not started yet. I've been wow. busy watching stuff I finished it this morning. Um I've been busy watching
1: Already? My lanta. I have no life,
0: you guys. I watched I was I, busy I, watching not, uh... I have watched
1: four movies today so I really
0: I watched The up. Tick cuz I already have the full season that Amazon sent me. Thank you Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Um Amazon. Yeah, definitely shout out to them. Uh and I think that I think that about wraps it up. Do you guys have any projects coming up i know that one of us is leaving the country soon yeah
1: <laughs> yes i don't know if i'll be back i may just stay there forever yeah. i don't know if i can, can fit you... my whole life in my backpack but yeah yep i leave in what's state. date
0: so we're recording oh, on the 19th.
1: 19th so i leave in 11 days
0: awesome Yep, you're going, going to have a blast amazing. and where can people follow your adventures
1: uh, you can find me at on twitter under uh, Aaron underscore Hundley mm-hmm. you can find me on my website www.aaronhundley.com I know really clever name I don't know how I came up with it hey, it works uh, you can follow my Etsy shop Flourishing Ink Blots but mm-hmm. you can't follow it right now because it's on vacation because I'm about to peace out the country um, and you can always find me here when John allows me to guest
0: absolutely yes. and Instagram Muggle Pictures Don't Move
1: oh yeah I have that one too
0: yeah excellent Tim, anything coming up? Uh, just a review for a good time with Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, yeah, a twenty four movie. I'm going to miss that screening, but it looked good. It's yeah.
1: That it's, was this Monday, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that, and you know whatever end of summer,
0: early fall movies are coming out. Okay. I'm, are you uh, seeing Patty Cakes? No, <gasps> I'm not. I've heard nothing but good things. I'm actually really excited. I, I missed for it at it. SIF. Um, the director is in town. Yeah. I missed interviewing the director. So yeah, I'm going to check it out. Okay. Looks yeah, so far okay. I have heard yeah. nothing but good things. So, yeah. Okay. I wonder yeah. what I'm going to miss while I'm gone. Find me com,
2: peoplescriticblog.com, peoplescritic on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Yeah. And
0: on here. Yeah. And yeah. Fantastic. And for this podcast and for this episode, uh you can follow it on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at about to review, subscribe on iTunes/Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, Blueberry, anywhere you can find podcasts. Also, com. You can stream the episodes and get the full show notes there in an the easy-to-digest uh, formula.
1: That's what I do when I'm at work. I literally just plug in my headphones and I just stream from the website.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it works for a lot of people. I'm like, I'm really busy. Um, and also, on the website, uh, there's a new support tab up at the top. So if you want to donate a couple bucks, help the studio get going help us get some air conditioning or a yeah. fan in uh, the in the I studio that would be fantastic uh so for this episode i have been your host that guy named john Tim, Aaron, and we will see you next time this has been an about to review production thank you to vexing media who provides audio editing services they are a graphic design website design and digital media company you can find them at their website vexingmedia.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Vexing Media.